listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Well, I'm peeping and I'm creeping and I'm creeping in. But I damn near got caught because my beeper keep beeping. Now it's time for me to make my impression felt. So sit back, relax, and strap on your seatbelt. You've never been on a ride like this before with a producer who can rap and control the maestro. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're back on a Memorial Day. That's right. Memorial Day Monday. Mm-hmm. Special edition of Them Thrones. Um, Inside the balls, do, do, do they count as volunteers as well? It was what? <laughs> uh, all these uh, <laughs> former veterans that, that died, do they count as volunteers? uh i don't know i don't know how that like works the, like those volunteer uh jumpers that jumped off the cliff but uh i would oh oh yeah no i'm not gonna do that sound like seem like they volunteer for death i'm just saying no no i would like to uh <laughs> why, why do we always start like this dog right i would really like to send out a heartfelt um you know, condolences to anybody that lost somebody that served during this country, uh, served this country, you know, any, you know, military capacity. Uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of veterans out there and stuff. Um, uh, you know, also, you know, to the people that, you know, did die for, uh, you know, for us to be able to enjoy some of the freedoms that we have. Like Black Bike Week. Like Black, <laughs> wouldn't have Black Bike Black Week. Wait, bike Black Bike Week. <laughs> if it wasn't for uh these people out here um you know fighting for for our, our freedoms dog mm-hmm. so uh we appreciate you and uh thank you now if i may i'd like to introduce the people on the show uh you guys should be familiar with the opening rapper uh you know guest because uh he was we were just on his show yesterday mm-hmm. movie trailer uh-huh. reviews the insanity check podcast uh and then he's always over here doing something or other uh you know we we'll have to work together on premium stuff man uh and i feel like if you support us you should be supporting him uh it's my man chris from the insanity check podcast and movie trailer reviews.net what's going on people chilling dog appreciate you coming through man oh yeah man you always get me on the episodes that i want to be on and so we we've been trying to get me on for doing one of these reviews and this was a perfect episode to get me on because i'm like yes i need this one yeah dog I, I appreciate you making it man uh and of course it's been a few weeks and people you know have been missing this man and his is his uh presence on the podcast and the recaps it's my man uh you might know him on twitter as rhyme over reason or as i like to call him jay duggar what's up jay ah <laughs> uh, what's up there hey man glad you can make it back what's man. up care what's up chris <laughs> i'm glad what's to be here on? man you yeah. know y'all like family i <laughs> no doubt man people uh already in the chat room on memorial day uh with the day off ready to talk about them thrones we got some emails in for them thrones i mean it's, mm. you know we got a ton it's like people want to be heard this week and i'm so glad because i don't have to talk about rape <laughs> for, for four days straight uh, we back um all right first things first though um you know let me say our sponsor uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme baby um justin was late if uh <laughs> if you guys want to sponsor uh, help show, sponsor the show go to tweakedaudio.com use code tbgwt once you're there they'll give you 33 percent off of some nice 
uh earbuds man they're real high quality i have a pair karen has a pair karen's probably wearing hers right now she got mm-hmm. the over ear kind of everything you can get 33 percent off you get free shipping and it comes with a lifetime guarantee trust me you're gonna want those man because uh you know if they do break down throw them joints in the mailbox get you another pair it's, it's, it's lovely so uh make sure you guys do that um you could break them and literally be like i want a new style yeah <laughs> Right, I'm you tired. just you I'm just email them like you email them and they email you back like an old friend like hey man what's up you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it was cool that's cool as hell right there man that's a good ass sponsor mm-hmm. um all right so uh I guess let's go ahead and get right into reviewing them thrones all right then we'll, we'll, we'll handle all this other shit later uh but uh let me let me play the music for everybody. so good to me every time that that fucking that starts playing every week i get so excited i'll be all waiting for somebody to get the music all right so it's so crazy because it's not the kind of song i play in my car or doing anything around my house but when that shit comes on and them you know all those uh dioramas start forming i'm just like oh here we go you know i actually had to cut the lights on this week when i watched it uh last week was so scary i was like shit <laughs> i need the lights on i need that to be able to see <laughs> yeah right. i need to be I, around people <laughs> i need to be that, able to see yeah that, that that music is um it's turning into the jaws music because <laughs> you just know <laughs> well, something with jaws jason you just know some bad shit is about to go on when you hear that shit i love how it gets people into a law where they actually think they safe for like two episodes and then, and then something fucked up happens and like oh that is right we're watching game of get fucked up you know what i mean <laughs> well this is episode 47 uh season five episode seven of game of thrones entitled the gift uh <laughs> a lot of stuff was happening in this episode uh we got john leaving to go fight the white walker i mean go to f- go find the wild wildling so they can join up with them and come back within the wall uh we got um everything going on with winterfell with reek uh sansa and ramsey we got um the dornish uh politics still at play jamie and brian are now kind of captured um king's landing politics you know cersei's double crossing and all this shit going on um uh stannis and, and up in the north and uh you know, we also have Jorah and, and, and Tyrion's further adventures, man. Uh, as always, I like to start by getting everybody's general, you know, like just feeling out the episode, good or bad and whatnot. I'll go with you first, Karen. What'd you think about this episode? I liked it. All right. <laughs> Straight to the point. Right to the point. Justin, what'd you think about it? Oh, I thought it was excellent. Uh, just, mwah, just magnifique. Just, mwah. <laughs> 
the uh-huh. ending the ending left me like what mm, yes <laughs> what about time yes and what about you uh chris oh yeah i mean i really like this episode i feel like uh, a lot of things were coming together for me yeah yeah it answered a lot of questions yeah um i also really enjoyed this episode um you know the it, it feels like they're still doing a classic like we're gonna set you up for a lot of death in like week nine or eight mm-hmm. move but uh but it's still you know it's I, I i'm enjoying the progression of all the stories uh for the most part man so i guess let's get into like the kind of scene by scene breakdown and we'll, we'll we'll handle this real quick um all right so the crows were packing weapons to go on their exhibition on their expedition i mean uh where I believe they said uh they were gonna john snow said he was gonna give them uh tormon like nine men or something and they could go you know find the other wildlands bring them in and tormon was like you need to be one of those men so john's packing up too and uh they were i noticed they were packing a lot of weapons hey one of us coming did you notice all the snow around too Uh yeah it's snowing mad hard now i I like how you know this this it, this episode made me feel better about the saying winter is coming. Because <laughs> if this ain't winter and they're getting all the snow right now, I'm like, okay, now I see why they keep saying winter is coming. Yeah, because. nigga, because they saying winter is coming and it look like winter is here to me. Yeah. <laughs> right. If it's still coming, well, goddamn. They in Alaska. Like, y'all got to yeah. move. Why why do, why do you live there? Let the White Walkers come. By the time, if they get too far south, they going to melt. So they <laughs> they brought Tormond out and they uh, freed him from his chains um and i was like didn't they didn't john already take his chains off of him a few weeks ago like did they just put his chains on real quick to walk him out of his cell Probably over so. to yeah then other people was like nah john he ain't gonna fuck us up put them chains back on yeah that was that that was that you can't beat me and i'll take your chains off to prove it right, right. fight me bro then he may put them chains back on <laughs> yep. they should have left that far of the scene in too it's like all right now put your chains back on chris what last time you've been in a fight where you had to take the chains off and like Okay. Oh, hell no, no, that's one of them joints. I don't, uh-uh. Nah, take a, nigga, they, get, they, they take a nigga's chains off to fight? I ain't fighting that motherfucker. <laughs> nah. Because, nah. it's like, what did he do to get them chains on? You're, right. not, you're not getting in the ring with him? Nah. <laughs> I'm, waiting, I'm waiting on the, I think Rampage should do some shit like that. He'd come down the ring with a chain on. Oh, nope. that'd be dope. Nope. <laughs> you're, not, you're not unchanging chaining the nigga to, to fight me. They, yo, why hasn't anyone ever thought of that? Like bring bring a nigga to the ring like in chains with the thing on his mouth like Hannibal Lecter, <laughs> and then you then you let him go. Then he comes out of his corner like, all right, let's fight. Nah, man. <laughs> I, remember, I think there was one nigga that did that. I think I think his name was like Crazy Horse. That motherfucker used to do some shit like that. Nope. Yeah, see, I nope. wouldn't even fuck with you. You don't see, even got a real name. Of, it reminds me of Destiny when uh, you're doing the summoning pits, mm-hmm. and, and that big nigga's chained up. Nope. Right. <laughs> right. Yep. So we doing okay. Yep. <laughs> That's an automatic mental advantage. Yeah, right. Nah. Um. The one thing in that scene though with me is, yo, is it me or is that little nigga uh, Oliver Queen gonna be a problem? Yeah. Yeah. Ollie was staring a hole in John <laughs> the whole time. Ollie, mm. Ollie was looking like you really about to get on that horse and ride off with these niggas. Oh, I can't he believe was hot. you. Cause listen, nothing. Ha- they don't do shit. For no, they're like Arrow for me. They don't do yeah. shit for no reason. And they keep showing this little nigga. And I'm like, he's going to do something fucked up. He's going to be a problem. He's going to be a problem. Sir Alistair was hating too. <laughs> um, he was like, yeah, so uh, you leaving. Um, I think this is a bad idea. Like I'm just telling you right now, player. 
and i'm like you know he did try to warn him that's really all his job is being second in command and john hit him basically with that yeah uh that's been duly noted um <laughs> uh, i mean i'm still about to leave so you in charge now can can you really just get a new job and then go on vacation can, right can't with the with the right with your rival company can that happen with the rival ceo can you do that right that's that don't seem right <laughs> i was like you might not have a job when you come back and then yeah i'm taking i'm taking two months i'm taking two months away. i'm putting my two months uh vacation in right now oh you just got the job <laughs> yeah and then <laughs> sam came through and slid him that that dragon glass shank mm-hmm. um i noticed you know i noticed that i was like but i thought i thought sam had a whole like box full of dragon ga- uh dragon glass like Seems like he only handed it out one piece at a time. <laughs> it's smart. He was like, that's all you're going to need. Yeah. Keep it hit. That was that prison shit, too. He handed it to him like, it was, just like he was in prison. Yeah, he was like, here you go, dog. Because he dropped it one time, too. When he mm-hmm. killed that yeah, White Walker. Yeah, when he killed that White Walker. He dropped it and ran. Well, he didn't run, but the White Walker decomposed and fell down, and only the dagger was left. And he, walk, he walked over to, um, to um, what's her name? He walked over to the Gilly. Yeah. Oh, by the way, man, uh, big, big cool for us. Uh, Ava DuVernay uses hashtag them phones now. Uh. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Hey, babe. Ava, if you ever, Ava DuVern, babe, if you ever, um, you know, want to come on the show and talk about it, we're here for you. You know, I'm sure Justin will clear his schedule. I sure will. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck school. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. We don't need no education that bad. You know what I'm saying? Shit. But, uh, yeah, she uses the Dim Thrones, um, now, man. So, uh, I, th- I saw that. I took a picture, put it on my Facebook. Um, so yeah, uh, Sam gave him the dragon glass. Um, you know, I'm mad he didn't give him at least like two, three daggers, but he's like, here you go. I need these for me. Um, I'm, I'm mad that they, he hasn't thought to make them into some real weapons. Cause it's like, it's still a shank right now. Yeah. It's like, man, if you don't put that on a, on a, on a fucking stick and make a spear or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like crossbows and shit. Oh, sword! Come on, right? Because I ain't trying to. I you give me a shank. That's close quarters, man. I ain't trying to fight. That's like hand to hand combat range. Mm-hmm. Nah, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. That that makes sense. Uh, so and then also uh, to cut to the next scene, and it looked like our homeboy Amen was dying. Young. Mm-hmm. He was going through it. He was, you know, calling. He kept calling um that little Gilly's little baby egg. like what's that egg like he had he was trying to talk to him he told gilly that he was happy uh happy baby just like his little brother and to get gilly uh get he called her gilly flower he said get him south get him south gilly flower before it's too late right that's that's a warning he dying he like look you might not know it but y'all need to get the fuck up out of this place (laughs) yeah white walker's about to take it over Mm mm-hmm um and then amen was talking about oh well then uh gilly was like who's egg and at that uh sam said it's amen's little brother Aegon. Aegon was the mad king Aegon Targaryen. okay uh and uh i was like i guess the egg cracked because that nigga went crazy (laughs) (laughs) it did away with all the uh you know justice and start burning niggas in the you know burning niggas for disagreeing yeah he was like a thousand years old this nigga lived forever yeah, um, something, something in that King's Landing water, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit makes that shit makes the motherfucker crazy, yo. Yeah, I, and I, pe- I think I'd rather a king like that. That I know that if if he suspect me of anything, I'm getting burned. Versus 
this versus the other people they dealing with. Well, you don't even have to be doing anything minding your business, and you are gonna get killed. You are gonna get poisoned or just. Well, I mean, for the record, we don't know that he wasn't doing that and burning it. Might been doing both. I don't even know that it was an either or question. He might be fucking around like poison that one, but burn his wife. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the rules. I feel like the Iron Throne is like that scene, um, that American Dad where uh, Steve and all of them were uh, becoming the announcers for the school. Mm-hmm. And every time they became announcers, they became they, they get the power got to their heads. Yes. I feel like that's like the Iron Throne. Like, motherfucker can be normal as shit. They sit on the Iron Throne, next thing you know, power goes to their head. They go fucking crazy, man. What would Ramsey do as king? Because he already loved flaying people. Yeah. I, it would be funny if he did the opposite. Like, he became king and he actually became <laughs> He chilled out. Like he, right. It was like a thousand years of peace under King Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does feel like uh, Ramsey is always close to pulling off a normal person. Like, uh-huh. like if you walk, like, if you wouldn't know Ramsey was crazy from talking to him, like, one time. <laughs> but, you, but you you know what i'm saying but like a if short you, conversation too it gotta be yeah short. like like if you just talk to him about some normal shit you'd be like that's i like that kid mm-hmm. but like if you talk to that dude for like say three an hour you be like yo this motherfucker is the craziest <laughs> dude i've ever met in my life out of his mind don't See, you go down there and visit no more yeah like it's nobody like nobody would actually believe you when you told him how crazy he was because they'd be like Nah, man, I talked to him. He was cool when I talked to him. Yeah, I met him one time. He a cool dude. Yeah, like why you why you tripping, right? Like, nah, man, dude, <laughs> that dude is crazy, man. He said he'll he'll rape you and shit. Nah, I don't know about it. Ramsey. Come on, little Ramsey. <laughs> Come on, dog. <laughs> people treat people treat him like they treat Bill Cosby. I'm like. What? Yeah. <laughs> nah, come on. Like you I'm, gotta... I'm low key, pretty sure that Roos don't know. <laughs> I know what I'm saying. Don't. Like I don't even think Roos know. Like I feel like Roos gonna find out. I feel like Roos knows his nature, but not specific. So like, Roos will find out what he's doing to Sansa and be like, "Come on, man, <laughs> stop! Damn, I, not I your queen." Roos, yeah, I don't think Roos knows because. Like, here's the thing. It, granted, that's your son, and you, you know, he's your bastard. You've now, you know, by decree, you know, made him, you know, your heir. But yeah. uh, he's crazy as fuck. And we know that sons will kill fathers. Right. So I don't think he knows how crazy this motherfucker is. Because the other thing, too, about um, Ramsey is you have to see him give the crazy eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you don't, like, if he, if you hear what he's done, you're like, I don't know, man. I can't believe it. But once you see him not say anything but give you some crazy eyes, some crazy Ramsey eyes, right? Nah, man. And I don't even feel like like Roos would be disgusted because of like I hate rape and shit. He'd just be like, "Son, we don't rape the willing. Come on, right. that's what <laughs> that, that's, what, that's what we do to side chicks, right? You did not now free her from her quarters. Um, all right, so um, uh yeah so we cut to basically yeah Aegon a- a- I mean Aemon basically about to die and um you know and and basically uh Sam is is getting sad and so is Gilly um then we cut to Sansa who's just sitting up in the room curled up into a ball on the bed like obviously tra- having trauma uh my man Re- uh Reek is going around cleaning up or like setting uh food and supplies into her room um and so he he basically is up there like let me just drop this off and get the fuck out of here and Sansa gets up like hey man you gotta help me 
<laughs> oh, now you want help. Mm-hmm. Now right. you want help. It's- right. You know, and the thing is, you can tell Theon's broken and, and he's completely reeked now. There's no more Theon. Because he didn't even have a moment of like, I tried to tell you, bitch. Like, <laughs> he was completely like, look, man, he might hear this conversation. Stop talking to me. Right. <laughs> Hey, would like, you want him handling your food though i mean he sleep with the dogs right he stank like he mm-hmm. like what is he cleaning he's just leaving his body odor on everything he leave bro i yeah. don't want him touching my food he disgusting dog i can't just say i love the fact that they didn't have him do a complete 180 and all of a sudden try to redeem himself like i i'm kind of hoping i know i'm gonna have i'm kind of hoping he stays reek and he stays a despicable piece of shit yeah, and I want Sansa to realize that and realize, hey, listen, you need to pick the like. To me, her going to Reek was again her having been out of the game for so long and now trying to get in. This is her first lesson. Then you can't trust everybody, right? And you definitely can't trust this piece of shit. Yeah, it's desperate. it was a desperate move. She just doesn't have many moves at this point. Mm-hmm. So she was just like, "Come on, man! Like maybe there's part of you in there, you know, just hoping against hope." Now, obviously you know we know it didn't work out but um at the time though you know i did think to myself like you know maybe she convinced him because mm-hmm. you know she he basically says i'm not gonna help you and he was like he was he, he said uh do what he says or he'll hurt you and she said mm-hmm. he already hurts me every night and she was like it can't be any worse and he was like it can always <laughs> like, you ain't seen nothing it can always be worse and then she says what did he do to you and i'm like oh yeah now's a fine time to ask right right but uh she's like what did he do to you and he was like uh no she was like you are theon he was like reek my name is reek he tried to leave and she cut him off and he was she, she was like you know you're the son of so-and-so great joy you're this you're that and he was looking like man what do i have to say to get out of this room right uh-huh. right so yeah what are you gonna say Karen? right that was his thing he was like bitch didn't you hear me right don't be talking to me it's ears everywhere Shh. <laughs> so he uh she put she told him about the candle put a candle in the window of the tower for me and then like people will come free me and then i'll be safe and he was like um okay yeah uh because then she gave him that speech about being theon and he was like all right then and i was like yo this is like the opposite of roots where <laughs> they was telling they was telling the proud free black man that his new his new name was toby she was basically trying to tell him that his real name was kunta <laughs> and he was like nah i'm toby <laughs> like you need to stop this shit we're gonna get in trouble i looked at this i was like sam's was so privileged man like mm-hmm. aria would have just tried to snuck out because that's her own castle and she know all the tunnels mm-hmm. what you mean come save me you know all the tunnels you grew up there you don't know but how to sneak out i, I guarantee you sansa probably don't know the area as well see aria probably went and climbed and you know found out shit but sansa don't sound like she not trying to find it she wasn't the type of person to do that she wanted to be a princess and right. be pretty that's what i'm saying she's so privileged like yeah that's you you at home you i wish i wish somebody would come to my house and try to tell me mm. how to sneak around like you don't know i got booby traps <laughs> everywhere for the yeah. just in case I'm, I'm not gonna lie i mean this is why i mean I, i've kind of been on some whatever happened to sansa ha, ha, sansa happens to her because i'm mm. just like she's 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 been down this road mm. like she's she's kind of been a she's been a pawn by other people but she kind of didn't want to be involved and, and they yeah i still else. i have sympathy for her because 
when that shit happened it was like she was 13 and i've been rewatching the episodes and like she was so in over her head she had no fucking idea like oh yeah she did not know how dangerous this shit could be Mm -hmm. you know what i mean she was just a beautiful 13 year old that everybody was like oh she's such a princess and her idea was like hey you know i'm gonna meet a handsome prince and i'll marry him and we'll live in king's land and it's gonna be so great like she she's third she has a 13 year old's idea of the world and now that's it's been given to like she's gotten all the negative Mm-hmm. shit that goes along with that so like i've always kind of been like i hope she starts to catch on and i think she's actually been catching on for a couple oh, yeah. seasons now it's just when you're in that position what are you gonna do you know everybody like you said everybody can't be aria aria wanted to be a tomboy from day one mm-hmm. like she wanted to be a, a warrior and go out and do archery and fucking fight with swords like right. that's just not what that's just not in sounds and making you know she was like oh, a skirt fuck a skirt what are you talking yeah. about here yeah also also blame I, the, the real person i blame for this is uh i blame, I blame her parents mm-hmm. it's like how, how are you bringing mm-hmm. your daughters to king's landing and not like peeping them the game mm-hmm. and letting them know what they're going into like well, even he, when you see when you see somebody like marjorie mm-hmm. who you know, clearly had her eyes on becoming a queen. She's into the game. Like, she knew. Cersei's knew. The Starks, they're such a dumb family. But yeah, yeah I was going to say, because Ned knew was naive too, though. Right. Yeah, they right. all were naive. It's not like they, they just, yeah, they all were kind of naive. And mm-hmm. they, you know, they believe in justice and right and wrong and shit. And they raised their kids believing that. I mean, even when, even when they have warned their kids, they, you know, like Rob, when she was mm-hmm. like, don't marry that girl. He did, you know, <laughs> like, uh, that kids are headstrong with a really good moral sense of right and wrong. And I think Sansa has it as well. Um, uh, but you know, she's just in the most unfortunate position right now. Yeah. I mean, I, and I get that. I, I don't, I don't think that it's, I, I think the, you need to have a, a house at the start mm-hmm. to have a strong moral background. I just don't think that they, gave their 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 children the tools to understand that not everybody's going to have that same moral background yeah they gave them they gave them the same but see that the thing is as characters they gave them what they use in life Mm -hmm. so like they they didn't teach them this like subterfuge and cunning and to watch out you watch your back and shit too much because they didn't get it like right the end of the day they trusted a lot of people they shouldn't have trusted (laughs) right you know um end of the day you had fucking um uh lady stark uh kate uh, was she was trusting Littlefinger, calling him brother and shit mm-hmm. yeah um, and we all know when the ladies call somebody brother <laughs> yeah you, y'all you know you don't put you, you can't put little finger in the friendship zone yeah like that. you can't <laughs> <laughs> the brother zone man you right can't, you know come he's on, not dog. your little brother okay. yeah. yeah but I, I do think that the, the, the stark children the ones that survive will come out better because they'll they're finally understanding how this shit works mm-hmm. so well yeah. so she gives reek the candle and i immediately tweet you can't trust reek he gonna fuck, <laughs> he'll either fuck around and get caught or worse tell ramsey mm-hmm. about the plan but but big butt sansa is desperate so nice. i get why you play the why you you know look man if you put me in a room and rape me three four days in a row 
nigga i'm giving a candle to whoever come by like <laughs> you a fuck if it's the janitor you know what i'm saying but is she trapped like go light the candle yourself yes, she's yeah, trapped she, yes she, yeah. she said he keeps me locked up in this room yeah, all day she, you know she's not but able she to get is, out i right i keep forgetting she she's privileged she didn't learn to sneak around right like, right oh so, so, like, so breaking out is not I mean, you can only agenda. be upset about the not utilizing the skills you have i mean if you just don't have right. the skills at this point you one in one in quarterbacking with that yeah you lock me in there i promise you i don't know how to dead bulk myself out of a door either yeah it's like being like why don't you learn how to sword fight like nigga it's too late i right. need real solutions <laughs> you know what i'm saying like that what's that other little kid name that had the moon door <laughs> just yeah trying aaron, to learn. uh laura uh aaron yeah. trying to learn to fight it's, it's like nah, nah it's too late <laughs> put him in some skinny jeans yeah. and, uh, <laughs> like honestly at this point watch. i think they put sansa in a place where she'd have to pull uh marjorie or um uh a marjorie or um who else was it or daenerys yeah where you have to flip it around into like nah i'm into this shit now we we in this together like i was gonna bring that up when we get to the other scene that with her on ramsey but yeah that's like the only way man because the nigga is crazy you're gonna have to kill him (laughs) or you're gonna have to join it's one of the two so anyway reek uh i love this next scene the way they film it they show reek walking with the camera in his uh candle in his hand he's walking down the on the premises he looks up at the tower where she's supposed to put the uh put the the candle and uh where he's supposed to go put it he walks past that and they show him walking up steps like okay he's going to the top of the tower and the whole fucking time i was like this this nigga going to tell (laughs) and he opens up the door what appears to be the door at the top of the the tower and fucking um ramsey is sitting there and he's like what is it reek <laughs> by, by the way that dude is acting his ass off right oh yeah i love i love the way he talks because it's creepy and scary as fuck right oh my yeah he is steak and potato like you interrupted me what is it he talks like right before he's about to kill you you know what i'm saying like a like a bond villain like last week like we didn't get to say it last week but last week when he's like oh no reek you watch <laughs> like that like that's the like that is the new voice of evil to me you know anyway so um, he he what it is is he's so the nicer he is the more fucked up what he's gonna do next right yes and as he's walking you do see the you know the snow is beating on his face like it it, winter is here you know winter is Mm -hmm. coming hard as fuck like it's it's right there you know what i'm saying um so, I don't want no more winter. If it's gonna get worse, right? Well, at this point, I feel like you cannot begrudge the show for not having a lot of black people on it. Because <laughs> if, right. if winter is years long, nigga, we not hanging out there, <laughs> right. right? I don't. I never understood that. Like people were like, "No, you need no more black people in that weather." And right. again, remember, this is not winter yet. It's not believable, right? This is this is, this is pre-winter. Yeah, if a bunch of niggas came walking through fucking Winterfell off right now, I'd be like, "Come on, man!" Nice. <laughs> not in Dorn. Yeah, well, Doran got black people. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> everything warm. par for the course for me. <laughs> right. right. So, um, uh, oh, go ahead, funny Chris. Thing about that scene, uh, not only did the way that they shot it so that you didn't know what Rick was going to do, even if you kind of you kind of knew what he was doing, even when he showed it to Ramsey, you still didn't know if he was going to snitch or not. Right. Yeah. So, he still could have gone either way. It could have been that he just showed up, but he didn't snitch on her. Mm-hmm so and they yeah, cut man. they cut to brianne for just like one brief second watching to see if the candle got lit in the window and mm-hmm. you know and it didn't and it kept going um master Avon died man mm-hmm. and his last words was 
egg. <laughs> I dreamed I was old. Then he did. I thought, um, well, nigga, you is old. Yeah, and and Gilly was basically like, man, uh, before he even died, she was like, yo, Sam, you need to get some sleep because you need to start thinking about the, reading his death speech in the morning. And Sam was like, you don't know that. And he was like, nigga, he dying. Right, she was like, I've seen a lot of people die. He yeah. gone, dog. And he, he was gone. already warned that you got less friends around here. You just lost one more. Um, so they did give this beautiful speech, man. Sam was like, you know, talking about how kind and nice he was and he had the blood of the dragon and shit like that. And then, uh, Alistair gave, Alistair gave a speech, you know, and that was cool. And then he leaned over to Sam and he was like, you're losing all your friends, Tarlet. And I was like, God, you petty. <laughs> Nigga, the body ain't even burned yet. What's wrong with you? You he, fucking psycho! Right, he was like, "I might not fuck you up, but the other folks it will." Yeah, and they cut the link to niggas walking around like, "Man, glad that old man dead and get my rape on." Right? Damn! Yeah. You can't even like the, the, even beyond the wall. What you know, like the one guy said, is is nothing but killers and thieves up here. I don't trust any of them. Right? Like it's getting worse. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you you forget at times because John is so noble. And much of the story of the wall and and the the crows has been about John, right. but you forget that that's like the entire um, watchers of the wall are bullshit. It's all cowards, rapists, uh-huh. and thieves and shit that get basically get sentenced up there, um, or they you know get you know abandoned. They fuck up somehow and get get banished up there. And so John went up there thinking like I'll join this noble band that fights against the re- say that fights and, and and defends the realm against all the threats. Mm-hmm. And you get up there and niggas is like, man, if I hadn't got caught raping, <laughs> I, 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 would, I wouldn't be here. Right? I'm thinking about raping right now. Right? Like, man, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what's on my mind right now: <laughs> raping that baby. I don't even. <laughs> I don't even want Gilly. I'm I'm just a baby rapist, man. <laughs> I, I just couldn't fit into society. You have a taste, See, baby? You have a taste of baby? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Delicious. See, <laughs> it really is like, you know, uh, the prisoners running the prison up there. Because mm-hmm. it just, it, it don't make no sense. It's like, if at any point they wanted to do something, they could. Because it's right. like, they're all, most of the majority of them are fucked up. Yeah, they, a crew they, of them, not only did they have an insurrection, they didn't stayed and raped that dude's daughter's. For, after, he for stayed, after he broke out and raped some some of his daughters right so like, so think about that because if like if i was just like somewhere and like i was with 10 dudes and like one of them was like man let's just start raping everybody everybody like man what the fuck is wrong with you uh-huh. those dudes are so evil that they was like so we we raping right and they was like <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> obviously we're doing right like not one of them was like we probably shouldn't do raping man that's pretty really bad the one dude that said that they kicked out yeah it was like <laughs> you can get the fuck out like sam just started running he knew what was up <laughs> right he was like, I'm, he was I'm. like i can say one woman and a baby let's just go <laughs> right um, sorry for the rest of you guys but yeah so um you know so then um you know uh we cut to uh Sansa who's been let out of the house out of the room um and she she walks down and uh uh ramsey's like oh you know overseeing some bullshit probably more defacing of the stark direwolves and he's like uh oh my beautiful wife when my father told me we were marrying i half expected the fat bearded beast uh do you know how pleased i was when you saw me when i saw you 
you make me very happy and i'm just thinking like all this is just (laughs) too much man like it's all in the subtext of when i saw you i was thinking about raping you then right oh i'm so glad you wasn't fat i wouldn't want to rape a fat woman but mm, you fine it was so creepy because he kissed and i was like ah well he didn't even really kiss her yet okay the kiss came at the creepiest part right so then he basically was describing the war he was saying like stan is supposed to be riding on us but we straight because he hired a whole bunch of foreign sail swords which is you know mercenaries to bolster his army but the storm is a stroke of luck for us northerners because we can fight in the cold and they can't you know basically, basically he says Stan hired a bunch of black people he hired some niggas dog <laughs> he's from, he from the south and he was like let's go up there and do this i'll give y'all some money and i remember you know well we'll get to that in a second but yeah so he was like you know they ain't trying to fight us in the south you know um and then he told her one day i'll be warden of the north you'll be my lady my wardeness and uh sansa goes but isn't your isn't your stepmother pregnant this dumb chick (laughs) and i'm thinking here's the thing right here's the thing she got that from little finger because that's the kind of shit little finger does Mm-hmm. where he like he says something that's not harsh enough for you to hit him <laughs> but it is like a slap in the face like Nick, what why are you bringing that up mm-hmm. i'm trying to have a conversation with you and you and you you trying to talk about how my plan is fucked up you know and he's, he's like what is it what of it she says what if she, she has a boy what happens if she has a boy he says then i have a baby brother he says, <laughs> but but he'll be the heir oh my and he's like uh he's like nah i it goes by succession i'm the older brother she says uh and he goes i she says but you're a bastard and he goes i've been naturalized by royal decree from and she goes tom and baratheon another bastard <laughs> yep. like, oh she cooking with hot grease I, no i was like he gonna rape you extra hard i don't know if you can rape somebody harder than a regular rape oh, right. she gonna get the hardest rape of her life right man but this this how she gotta fight you know what i'm saying like with words you know and on the load she did pick up a shank (laughs) she did she did so don't sleep don't sleep on the shank now come on yeah i did i did catch her her picking that up yeah my thing with it was i think she is she went too hard with it i was i was waiting for her to flip it to the part of being like listen we gotta do something about that other baby right you know i was waiting for her to do that to kind of put that in his head that she's on his side because right now Mm. the way she talked to him made it seem like she was questioning him well she needed to do and i guess again because she's young and naive and she's new to this she's not picking up on how to do it so i get yeah. that i get why they wrote it that way but what she needs to do is find a way to to turn him more against his father right and and, and direct his attention to his father and his wife and not to her that's true if she does that she'll be straight yeah you're right that's a good strategy man you know uh it's also and maybe, why you're maybe, not locked up in your own house. Yeah, and maybe, <laughs> and maybe that will work for somebody that was not Sansa. Right, but, right, right, right. You know, Sansa. At this point, keep in mind, Sansa thinks help is coming. And she got to get free. Mm-hmm. Are you so, trying? Are you trying to say Sansa would be in a special, quote unquote, special classroom if she was look, in the regular all high I'm school? All I'm saying is, <laughs> I, I'm just saying Sansa hit the icky shuffle. Mm-hmm. Before she even got to the ten yard line, you don't There's do that. A lot of this episode, yo. Like, yeah. a lot of celebrating. Like she started hitting that Dion high step, and I was like, "Ooh, she hit. She's been hot fire. She has no idea. Right? It's not about to go down. <laughs> like she really was. Like, oh, tonight when Brian cut your throat, I'm be so glad I told your ass off. Um, 
so now i'm thinking to myself like because he says basically bastards can rise high in this world like your half brother john snow he went from the bastard of the north to uh the lord commander of uh of uh castle black and then she was shocked and he was like oh you didn't know and uh he's like bastards can rise high in this world or whatever and you know and uh i'm thinking to myself why hasn't it crossed sansa's mind at this moment why did he let her out the room because <laughs> he's that's my first thought like my first thought would have been like fresh air what the fuck oh no oh no that wasn't mine you know what i was thinking so she finally just now realizing i still might have some family out there and maybe i should well, be looking for my family she wasn't surprised john was alive she well i don't think she was surprised he was alive although let's be honest anybody with stark blood everybody should be surprised you're alive <laughs> but i don't think she was surprised he was alive she was surprised that he became like commander of the north like because right. he is a bastard and that is a i mean that nigga was a rookie cop you know years ago. <laughs> now he's the chief of police like that's big mm-hmm. he basically um, pulled a jim gordon yo yeah she was just like damn for real uh so um so yeah I, you know ramsey was like oh i almost forgot why i brought you out here right what an ass. <laughs> You know he ain't bring her out there to talk about John John's career path. Right. He wasn't out there trying to give her, you know, an update. A ni- right, a nice walk a nice walk I, in the snow. I found his rose garden. Yeah. <laughs> still, still alive in the, in this terrible weather. Man, they cut to what looks like a bleeding hand hanging up on what on that um on uh that cross, the X thing they have. Mm-hmm. And um he goes, Your northern friend <laughs> He said And then look man, like my thing there's why he's so evil to me. He's not like Joffrey who like when he de- gets delight in evil, he's like almost in on a high, like running around. Uh-huh. Right. He's calm with it. So like he has a flayed woman <laughs> right there in front of her and he's like, Rick told me you wanted to leave. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Winterfell is your home, and all I'm your sad, husband. All sad and shit. Yeah. Oh, disappointed. Like, like, like he took both her hands in his hands. Like, Winterfell is your home, and I'm your husband. <laughs> he showed, he showed disappointment and remorse. Yeah. Like, you're, you're what's, not what's he, what is wrong, darling? Like, you, is it the rape? Is is that what the problem is? Are you, are you not comfortable? Like, why didn't you say something? Like the way in your room. The, why didn't you say? Is it the bruises? And why didn't you say something about the times I'm beating and bruising you every night? Would you like me to use lubrication? Because I can't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is. I, I know what it is. I, I'm not beating you enough. <laughs> yeah. Why, why didn't you just tell me? Are you getting like too much? Is it too much sunlight into the window? Right. <laughs> I can have them cover up that window. Um, so he, uh, was like, turned back to the, the corpse and he's like, tough old bird. Everyone talks when I start peeling them. This one, her heart gave out before I even got to her face. We do breathe them tough in the north. <laughs> like, oh, damn. 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 So evil. Oh, and some, man, uh, I'm having a, a low key sub battle with, uh, Bob from, uh, Hot Firestarter over Joffrey. He think Joffrey more evil than, than Ramsey. Oh, oh hell no. This nigga more evil, man. He flaying niggas up to their face, being like, oh, she died. Damn. <laughs> I, want, I want to flay her face, too. Ramsey's one of the characters from the show that ends up on the uh, the Game of Thrones game. Mm. Yo, this nigga does in episode one, 
It's already worse than it's already worse than um fucking uh Joffrey. This nigga sticks a, a knife through a thirteen year old's head. No. Yeah. That's, and, that's, and I mean it's not to like, say Joffrey isn't evil as fuck. But he just seems so much worse, man. Here's here's why you know Ramsey is is more evil. Because Ramsey will actually fight you himself. Mm-hmm. Joffrey not about Joffrey that, a coward. Yeah, Joffrey yeah. not about that battle life. Hey, this um, nigga Ramsey fought um tough ass um um Theon's sister to a standstill with two knives and no shirt. No armor, right? Right. He went downstairs with no shirt on and Bare was foot. like, Yeah, it was like, are we fighting? <laughs> it ain't number the thing bring well, on bitch he showed up and then backup came yeah <laughs> but he was there he ran past them because he had no arm and the only reason and like he freed his hounds at the end like he didn't even he had the hounds like you know how on like street fighter you have tag team so now you can hit that button and then the tag team power come mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. he had the hounds tag team and didn't even use it <laughs> Could have freed them hounds at any time and won that fight, man. Now, now, when I saw that flayed woman, yeah, I was like, he about to die. Brienne about to kill him. Because mm, they, because really? like you said, they flashed Brienne, and then, uh-huh. I, and then I was like, oh, well, Brienne saw the signal, right? Well, no, they didn't put the signal out. But let me, let me hip you the uh, game, though. Here's what I was thinking. I thought the nigga was gonna be so evil, he was gonna put the candle in the window. And Flay Brienne. To see who come? Just to see yes. who come? Yes, and I thought we was about to see Brienne and Podrick on that cross, and they was going to be like, oh, yeah, your friends came. <laughs> like, I was, oh, my God, I thought, I was so happy when they could. Look, I'm sorry that old woman died, but I was so happy. <laughs> when it was that old woman, I was like, oh, thank God, I couldn't have took it if it was Podrick or Brienne, dog. Some I more, couldn't have took it. Some more like another northern friends. We're actually, <laughs> we're actually having them for dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think yo, uh, motherfucking Ramsey was hunting people, hunting people for sport, yo. Right. <laughs> he worse than Joffrey. He worse. He keeps, he keeps, he keeps a Greyjoy as a pet, yo. Right. Like Joffrey didn't even do shit. Like when, um, when fucking Rob got killed and beheaded, Joffrey had nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. He yep. just was like, he woke up that morning, got the email alert, and was like, "What? Oh shit, he dead." <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So he said, "Bring my wife back to her chamber." It's far too cold out here for a lady. <laughs> and then he handed her her candle back and said, you should hold on to your candles. The nights are so long. <laughs> and then he kissed her on the cheek. That's the extra rape she gonna get. Right. extra hard. Oh. That kiss was so like, mm, you. it's gonna be way worse tonight. Mm. I'm sorry. Right. You know what that is? That's that shit that happens when your parents beat you. And you be like, you be like, well, you know, it, it won't be this bad this time. Yeah, and then you realize it is that bad. It's gonna be this bad. <laughs> it's gonna be that bad. Yeah. yeah, man. So Stannis, they cut to his camp, and they show the outside first, and niggas is huddled up, coughing, <laughs> like two, like it was two dudes that was huddled up close together for warmth. Like it's they was shivering and shit. I was like, this like the Dolphins trying to play in Green Bay, and <laughs> like in December, they forgot you know? they long john, they forgot them thermals. Yeah. <laughs> Like they tried to be tough, but they man. So Davos, hot, hot chocolate wasn't invented yet. They in mm-hmm. trouble. Davos was giving out, you know, the updates, and he said forty ho- forty horses died in the night. 
Uh, even they horses. <laughs> even they horses. Not they, they, didn't even get, they didn't even get northern horses. They got motherfucking southern horses. <laughs> I bet you they did. Bro, when the horses are dying, man, come on. It's a wrap. <laughs> right. Like, we lost the war, man. It was cool. But, it's, you know, it just didn't work out this time. No preakness for them horses. Right. They got to pull, pull Luke Skywalker and cut one of them bitches open and uh, yeah. climb into that shit. <laughs> the horses sitting around like, shit is cold. <laughs> come on, man. So the horses died in the night and he was like, we'll lose more by noon. Uh, he said, uh, we're running out of food. Uh, the supply line is frozen. Um, and I was like, wait a minute. How you running out of food with horses dying? Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all got food. Leather coats. That's why. It's, <laughs> it's time to eat some horse. They make it well, leather. Right, they turn them into right. leather, leather coats. Horses are just big dogs and they're white. Yeah, white so. people do love horses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that probably would have solved itself. <laughs> And then he said, and what else? And Davos was like, and the mercenaries rode off last night. Um, like 5,000 of them was like, it's too cold. For this bullshit. <laughs> right. We don't give a shit about your money. Look, when did they have that meeting? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like the first time a snowflake landed on one of them here. Yeah, they was like, what the fuck is this? And they, right. They was like, what is this? See, what? this how uh, we are we under attack? This, <laughs> right. this is how we know that the group that rode off was the black group. Cause once one nigga started leaving, we all break out, <laughs> and they didn't get no airtime either. Yeah. It didn't have to be a meeting. It was like one nigga was like, "Man, fuck it," and just do, do, do. you're like, "Damn, where he going?" Man, you know what? Man, it's cold. It's cold. <laughs> right, right. I don't ask no questions. I'm following right. you. I'll ask the questions. We'll get to where we going. That's why you don't uh, ask that black pirate dude to give you mercenaries. Cause that, remember, he went and got him out of the whole house and was like, "Hey, man, we need your help." And uh black dude probably got up there was like, "Man, it's too cold for this bullshit, though, bro." Nigga, um, it was like when uh that that principal said uh it's all the black people leaving all the black people got left after that mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh fuck this shit we gone yo that was that no? that was the davos davos should have came out the tent and been like look who's leaving all the black people <laughs> <laughs> he was like yeah goddamn right bitch we out right. <laughs> so uh so then basically man davos tried to tell him like it is like yo this ain't our time bro like it ain't gonna happen we could do it uh, at some other time. We need to go back to Castle Black and regroup. And Which just would have been the smart thing to do. Right, but, well, I don't know if it's the smart thing to do. It's the safe thing to do. But, uh, but remember, winter there isn't like winter here. So he was uh-huh. like, so Stannis was like, if we go to Castle Black, we're going to winter at Castle Black. And who knows how many years the winter will last. Right, and that's before I knew that winter was years. I was like, what the fuck? No wonder why everybody was like every day that bitch is coming and you're like mm-hmm. yeah because she sit she comes around for years right it's press you know they press so then uh davos leaves uh and melisandre is as always is chilling up in there too mm-hmm. but looking sitting up there looking at everybody like why y'all got jackets on <laughs> uh-huh. is it is it cold is it <laughs> i didn't know it's i'm always supreme white like, privilege right here yo right, right. See, so uh like she she the person come in your house and be like um can you turn down the heat because i know it's 40 degrees outside but 60 degrees kind of hot in here right you looking like um uh, why you got open toe shoes in the snow bitch? right right sandals and shit on yeah. right. shorts on you like you you did, wasn't it icy outside like, ain't, ain't it negative 20 dollars what's happening so she says basically like because he's you know standing start to lose a little bit of faith like you know what the fuck you know are we on the right path i gave up my gods for your one true fire lord and shit and look how this is working out 
and she says you saw yourself my king when you stared into the flames a great battle in the snow he says i don't know what i saw and she was like well just believe in yourself and believe in your vision he was like uh and who do you trust she said i trust in the lord and he said are you sure and then she walked over to the to the war table and started knocking the little figurines down like yeah i saw the banners uh for the for the uh boltons laying in the ground and she was leaning over i was sexy and he put his hand on her ass and i was like this nigga thinking about some pussy right now yo this is a, this is a classic his whole run right now is a classic your dick is not your friend story yes like this motherfucker's not thinking with his head. Yo. He was barely listening in the first place. <laughs> he just wanted her to come over there and touch his table, so he could be like, "Yeah, girl, you know." Now that now that Davos outside, so um, she was like, uh, you know, um, but he was barely listening. She was like, "Well, you know, last time I had some of that bastard blood, you know, some of the king's blood, I, and I got Joffrey killed, I got Rob Stark killed, and he was like, yeah, well, the bastard's gone now because Davos set him free." Uh, he's like the bass is gone now so you know what are we gonna do and she was like yeah we don't have a bastard but we do have someone better uh-huh and your blood runs through her veins and he thought about it for a second and was like oh you talking about scale face oh he's like no fuck you bitch i love that girl yeah he said have you lost your mind get the fuck out get out yeah, he told her to leave i thought it was gonna kill her right then and up here's what's crazy right because i was thinking about this right i was like damn like maybe he gonna have to get so desperate that he'll consider it but he might not all uh-huh. melisandre gotta really do is go to his wife uh-huh. she'll she'll do it because she's crazy she'll do it she don't like her daughter anyway <laughs> right right she thinks she's a mistake like uh-huh. if she's she like the boy right and she's just as crazy committed to Stannis being king i really feel like melisandre could walk up to her and be like yo let's bleed your daughter and she'd be like all right fuck it yeah he walk yeah. in while she being drained or some shit yeah she's she's more committed to this than stannis i think yeah man yeah you, the way now you say yeah she'll she would definitely do it yeah she evil yeah. man i don't like right. her nope his wife is horrible but you know what that goes to the say uh mothers on on the show are horrendous yeah there's not a lot of good mothers <laughs> no, there's no good mothers <laughs> yeah um, the, the least educated one loves Gilly. her baby more than everybody else. Oh well, you're, you're right. That that's the only good mother. Yeah, Gilly. <laughs> and as she much as I, as much as I loves me some uh, motherfucking um, Stark, K- K- Catherine Stark. Mm-hmm. Um, she hated John. Oh yeah. She used to hate on him hard, so I can't even really close my her. Um. All right. So uh, they they had uh. <laughs> two frat bros roll up on gilly when she was doing laundry yeah. um, and they names was Derek and brent by the way S-A-E, yo. Bruh, S-A-E. F- all day right <laughs> i was like i put a hashtag frat bros because mm-hmm. uh they was basically like look man i don't know if you pretty anywhere where there's actual women but right here tonight you the prettiest thing we don't ever seen uh-huh. and uh it was like you know um maybe it's time for a little bit of raping and uh that's when sam walked in and was like hold up you are not gonna rape my friend and uh he was like they was like come on dude don't try to be a social justice warrior about this you fat uh you having uh like we know you be a a thin and a fucking uh white walker but we don't believe it we think that was some bullshit and you know they was like we're gonna rape her anyway and then he put out a sword and they immediately disarmed him 
and beat the shit out of that dude <laughs> i thought he was gonna die i was like they're gonna kill him they hit him so many times dog i'm gonna start calling i'm gonna start calling him um kick ass that's the superpower is to get his ass kicked and keep going yo little ass kicker like and the the thing is the beating went on so long at one point i did feel like he was gonna get up but they hit him so much that i was like oh i guess i I, that was just the music swelling or something (laughs) because like they beat this nigga so many times and you know what's funny is like uh it's almost like in a movie where they do a running gag like will ferrell on saturday night live he used to do a running gag of a joke where it'd be funny the first time and then it would stop being funny and then it would be funny even more because he kept doing it until mm-hmm. like a cowbell like the more cowbell skit it was like that where they beat him that hard where at first i was like oh oh okay he lost the fight and then they beat him so long i was like oh no he must gonna win the fight by coming back somehow then they kept beating him i'm like oh no they're gonna kill him right <laughs> So I guess this is how Sam yeah, dies. That's I was like, not Sam, not yeah. my dog Sam. He's too cool to die right now. I'm but, like, Sam can't die this early after John leaves, yo. Like you right. guys, like immediately after John. Leaves, I thought it was time. You, you never know with this show. I thought it was time. You got one. All those friends were dying. So John comes back, and he. I mean, not John. So Sam, they turn their back on 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 Sam, and they both like got with Lily like grabbing her up against the wall, and Sam gets up. And she a beast though, cause she was giving him the business. She was for a second, but it, right. was, it was about to be over. She oh no, yeah, she got took out the L, but yeah. yeah, she almost got out the room. She loved to dip out the room when another man come in real quick. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, just not quick enough to die. You know, and she, you know, she of anybody on the show, she definitely got the all my life I has to fight. <laughs> right, you know, she could give that speech. Uh, and they basically called Sam gay too, because it's like now that your lover John Snow isn't here to save you. <laughs> and then uh they turned their back on him, and when they turned around, he got up. I was like, and he was barely holding on, like like he was on that Bruce Wayne willpower shit, right. <laughs> where he should be dead, but it was like something inside of him was like, nope. Uh, he said, "I killed a White Walker. I killed a Thin. I take my chances with you." And I said, "This nigga gonna die." right because he didn't have his sword in his hand nope he was just standing there (laughs) like and so then uh he heard that familiar growl and john forgot he was there john snow dire wolf came through yo ghosts be just be popping up when when you when you least expect it but when you need him Mm -hmm. ghost just shows up yo (laughs) yeah he definitely the the uh the uh marvel vs. capcom super Mm -hmm. where he just show up when you need him and he was just like uh and all he had to do was bark at them. Mm-hmm. And they was like, oh, we don't want it with no wolf because they are still cowards. Rapists, cowards, and thieves. <laughs> right. um, he was like, y'all fucking with John's button? Not today. And then Gilly was like, you all right? You didn't have to do that. And then he was just like, I'm fine, girl. I'm just a little lightheaded. I just need to lay down. For- <laughs> <laughs> Straight up post-concussion syndrome. Right. Yeah. Like- Go- Ghost be showing up. <laughs> Ghost is just that, that I don't even think Ghost was there to save Sam. I think he was trying to take a nap in the corner, and he didn't want to deal with all that fucking noise. Yeah, <laughs> and they woke they woke him up. He was like, "Hey, like, take the shit outside, motherfucker." <laughs> it was that cold. He came from outside to be like, "Shit, I know I'm built for this weather, but shit, I'm going inside." Yeah, Ghost just like, man, I fucking hate the sound of rape. Right? <laughs> it's not even a like. It's honestly not even a moral conviction I have. I just fucking hate it, guys. And yeah. you know, y'all gotta still, go. I still won't be surprised if Ghost shows up at the uh, on the boat with, with John and them. <laughs> right, <laughs> he might. Because this nigga doesn't be showing up, yo. And keep in mind, Ghost is the runt. 
because they found all those dire wolves who are probably mostly dead but ghost was the white runt of the of the fucking litter like and he's the biggest he's huge he a beast dog that's, a, that's know, a, only, yeah only two of them are dead yeah so, yeah you're right because um the 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 other the other two sons their their dire wolves are still they just out on some they are on their own little adventure yo i just yeah. forget all about them i'm so glad they hadn't been showing them too yeah mm-hmm. so, so glad those two on, um and then arius is still around somewhere because she ran from the first season we just never saw her again yeah um so, so gilly uh you know basically her whole life's been uh, a captive of a rapist so she seemed like she was at peace with dying but or getting raped but she didn't want sam to die over it because mm-hmm. in the next scene you know when he's laid up she's just like man don't don't do that you know what i'm saying uh so she goes up like i need to get some more water and you need to get some sleep and uh he grabbed her arm and shit and uh all of a sudden you know i heard that <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be real with y'all, dog. Gilly became the sexiest woman in the Seven Kingdoms oh. at that moment. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, dog. She like she 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 was like she kissed him on the cheek a little bit, and I was like, damn, he's still in the friend zone. That sucks. Uh-huh. And then she kissed him again a little bit. You know, his mouth was all bleeding up and shit. And I was like, I guess she don't really. And then she was like, oh, so uh you trying to get down with this? and sam was just laying there like yes please <laughs> she was like and i don't have to be forced right like that might that's probably the first sex she's ever had that wasn't like you forced know on her with her daddy right mm-hmm. um, and sam didn't have to pay for it right mm-hmm. and you know sam been pretty true and honorable man I, like these moments in game of thrones are few and far between like right. typically he should be dead right but <laughs> she was like well let me just sit on this thing for you and he was my favorite part was she she didn't make a sound in this scene but like <laughs> sushi sat on he was like oh right <laughs> he know what was happening oh oh my <laughs> <laughs> that was the best fucking 10 seconds of sex ever i'm sure he came when he said oh my of course <laughs> i hope you can remember it through the concussion oh my <laughs> yeah he's, he hit that oh my <laughs> i'm glad you um you brought up the fact that he is one of the He's one of the more honorable guys. This is why I actually don't think he's going to get out of the season. Me neither, yeah. Because yeah. it's just like, it, it's too good. Yo, also, I'm, I'm going to be very disappointed if I don't see people making think pieces about this. Okay? This is right. Because that was right. He was he had a concussion. That's why he said, "Oh my!" That man could not he could not consent to that shit. And she sat on top of him and took it. Now, that could have just been the concussion talking when he said, "Oh my." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, the blood leave, leave, leave took his brain. Advantage, took advantage of, of, of a hurt man, a hurt mm-hmm. disabled man. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I said that joke on Twitter, and some dude was like, "Yeah, I don't really think it was right because just stop." <laughs> <laughs> make make jokes for a living. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! Some of y'all. Well, uh, well, actually, see, because he actually consented by when he reached out to her and yeah. pulled her back to him. That is what. He just wanted the whole hand. Right. I don't think we'll see. I don't think we'll see many think pieces. I stop, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> to charge you with murder for killing these jokes. 
um but yeah so Tyrion and uh Jorah were getting walked on a uh in a slave line and shit uh and <laughs> i don't even know why well actually i do know why they did it in hindsight but the dude in the back just whipped Tyrion for no fucking reason <laughs> why what an asshole right um and so uh adabisi was trying to sell jorah and he was boosting up uh jorah's resume uh he's like he fought a, he fought beside stag king robert in the far side of the narrow sea he was the first to breach the seas at the spike slaughtering 50 men with his flaming sword he killed kyle drago in single combat you're like this nigga lying <laughs> <laughs> the whole cr- this is like when you're this is this is like the greatest the world's greatest hype man yo yes yes oh like, yeah my boy my boy can do that yeah because how did y'all capture him if he can do all that shit right he was like, betrayed by his woman he sold himself into slavery to pay his debts um and i was like i don't even care that it don't make sense i just enjoy a scene where brown and black people are buying and selling white people <laughs> yeah what was happening yeah like i ain't even care that it didn't make it's sense saying in south america right now <laughs> i don't know all i know is that that doesn't happen anywhere Saying that in the caribbean somewhere. yeah white, white slavery is real y'all <laughs> yes it is um so then uh Tyrion, because jor jor got bought for like 20 gold honors and then Tyrion was looking like oh shit that's my ride uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. he's like buy me too then player we a team we both great warriors and uh <laughs> nobody believed him again Adabisi was like, hey, you gotta, he's funny, you gotta give him that. Yeah, he talking about beat that dude that was, he was like, look, I can whip this dude's ass. Yes, and I'm assuming that's why they had that dude hit Tyrion so hard. Right. So that the beating would seem more like deserved, like, oh, you was hitting him all them times. Right. But, uh, yeah, he beat the shit out of that Tyrion dude. was like, I, I fought in wars, like, this, this little nigga ain't nothing. But I was surprised, cause like, he just threw some chump change at Adabisi and they let him go, but I thought Tyrion's cock was worth a fortune on the cock market. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's when they thought that it was a midget cock. And it was different. <laughs> they mm. found, I guess they found out during the voyage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. guess it was nothing special about it. Um, right. Yeah, I thought they was going to put him on, you know, I don't know, Cockazon Prime or fucking. <laughs> I guess we're going to find the, the <laughs> cock merchant. Cock Bay or something can like I, that. Can I just say that, man, this little nigga is like the, the world's luckiest fucker in the world. And, and he can, I'll be honest, he can talk himself out of most situations. Yo. Yeah. He just be getting lucky. Yo. He's so good um so yeah he talked to himself in the you know getting a job and then he kept talking and he was like well you know they don't have slavery in marine anymore so maybe if you let freedmen fight in the in the pits you know for a decent wage and buddy hit him upside his mouth and was like here's your wage and like funny man and threw him a couple change he said that should last you the rest of your life uh It'll so basically short. so basically he's gonna he's not gonna they need to raise the minimum wage okay he's not gonna pay that dude <laughs> for fair wages he's like here's your mick money now shut the fuck up um so i, I still think it's funny she said she's gonna open up the pits but only the people that want to fight yeah right. they got people in there being forced to fight like right come on. yeah like anything right you know somebody's gonna find a way to take advantage she's of a it. terrible leader uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, uh, speaking of terrible leaders, Danny was laying up in the bed with Dario. And, uh, I call him Dario Pope now because he's a side piece of the queen. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's basically, like, if you look at it from his perspective, it's basically the, the TV show scandal. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. it starring Dario. So, um, he said, How long before the king of Marine comes to claim my pillow? And she was like, My marriage to his daughter is political. And I think he's smart enough to understand. So, to me, what 
that sounds like she ain't talked to his dog about they will not be fucking <laughs> she said i think he's smart enough to understand no he's just too scared to ask <laughs> that's all you don't want he don't want to find no problems with it <laughs> You, you almost you almost fed this nigga to the dragons. He's not gonna ask it when he goes yeah. to that pussy, yo. Yeah, he he gonna try one of these. He gonna put a hand on your arm or something. <laughs> but yeah, he know the deal. So uh she says, uh so Dario says, I think the sons of the harpy have stopped killing because their leader was made king. And I was like, mm. So the plan worked out. Uh mm-hmm. or, you know, you know, maybe they just stopped because she opened up the pits and whatnot, but that was the dude who had the complete agenda for what it would take to stop it and she did it and they stopped um and then she goes are you jealous and he was like oh me jealous girl you know i ain't jealous is no i mean yes i'm very jealous uh and i noticed that he then like got on top of her and was you know kissing on a little bit but they did pay in the camera right so you couldn't see the titties justin i know now were you very upset with this scene? yes yes yeah we have not seen those titties in, in a ready, while ready for her to die yeah you so you just ready rather her die if you can't see her titties. <laughs> exactly mm. when okay. did she when is she gonna get raped then wow oh wow because oh, okay. <laughs> mm. she was getting raped she was showing she had no problem showing her titties mm. now really? she giving it away willingly she's like no i'm too good to show my titties maybe that's the show trying to show like power dynamics of consensual sex versus like the brutality of, of rape you know like True. look you know like now that it's consensual she don't gotta show no nipples yeah we don't have to do that <sighs> it's terrible writing i say i feel like we saw it <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we saw her titties like two weeks ago i swear we did when, when daria was naked and they were showing his butt then didn't she not have a shirt on they her hair was covering all right, so all right whatever man all right I had to <laughs> this, this is a better pair of titties we, we got now in this episode anyway yes yes was- i had to check in on his fucking titty agenda, okay. <laughs> titty agenda. Oh, so, when uh, we get to that point we'll we'll address right. that we'll- so you're over you're over you're over khaleesi and here's the thing though he was giving her advice again like making out with her and uh he was basically like uh let me just put the tip in and give you some words of wisdom um why you know why you don't need the city behind you basically you need to marry me you know what i'm saying she was like no nah, i need the city behind me i don't have a choice he said everyone has a choice even slaves have a choice slavery or die she said so what else can i do he said marry me instead and i was like this is dario's for people that watch scandal this was his earn me moment where he's like earn uh-huh. me like you got to you got to come in here and want me and she was like nah he said why not you are the queen you can do what you like and she says no i can't and then I guess his dick went soft because he rolled from off top of her and was like, <laughs> no sex for you then. Uh, and then she, he said, then you are the only person in Marine who is not free and stop serving that dick. And Danny was like, uh, leaned up forward in bed and she was like, think about what he said. And he was, and this one I was like, yo, he got some nerve because he was like, can I make one more suggestion? I was like, I don't know, dog. Your suggestion's been kind of killing the movie. <laughs> like, maybe let her think about this one, then you talk about the next suggestion tomorrow. But he was like, might as well go all in. So I guess he's been making a come. I don't know. So she said, of course, because she's all magnanimous and shit. I, I would have kicked him out. Like, Me nigga, too. Once he started, like, suggestions, nigga, you hit a fuck. All these, <laughs> what's up with all these suggestions and shit? Know your role. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So he said, the day of the great games, gather all the great masters, wise masters, and worthy masters you can find, slaughter them all. And I love that suggestion. Yep, it was yeah. excellent. 
and she don't want to do it she says she's a queen not a butcher he said all rulers are butchers or meat so <laughs> you need to go ahead and do that but this is why uh, i'm really glad that you know hopefully uh Tyrion will be her advisor because she needs somebody who really understands the game and isn't fucking her yeah she's not gonna listen either way she's not gonna listen that's right a, away that's part of her think, problem but well i wait, liked her when she wasn't listening i like I'm, well no first of all it's not fair she will listen doesn't mean she'll do it and i liked her when she was gathering everybody's opinion and then deciding what to do for herself that was her at her best once she started listening to these old niggas man she she ain't been good since but she always made the worst decisions even then nah no fuck no when she burned that army and took with her dragons you and free and got the unsullied for herself that was a bad decision that was more the dragons doing all the work. Come on, all right, man. And you it, hating? You hating right now, man? Really? You know, you really gonna let not seeing Titty turn you into a, a hater just for pure hate? Spike? That's terrible, man. Yeah, I think I think she a petty. Can, I, you know this. I think she needs to, to to make her own decision, but I also think she's not getting the greatest advice. So she's forced to make a decision on her own. Yeah. Without having people who can really see the big picture, because let, let's be honest, two of the, the, the guys she has a uh, Right now, she has no real advisor because right. her old advisor is gone. Right. Dead now. But before she would get advice from people from King's Landing who haven't really been in King's Landing and, and don't really understand the landscape of what's going on. Yeah. You know, so I, I really think that she needs she needs to get a good advisor and then also get back to making her own decisions and doing what she wants to do. Yeah, Tyrion's the first person that I'm like, I hope she listened to him right um all right so then um I, i'm gonna try to speed up so we can probably get the other shit too but uh alina rode up on the high sparrow she thought he was just a janitor turns out he was a high sparrow <laughs> right and then uh they had some good bars back and forth i'll read a few uh she said um what you there can you tell me where the high septon or sparrow or whatever bloody name he goes by these days or whatever and then he, he was like uh well it's not as good a name as queen of thorns i'll admit and then he, she said you should have the decency to stand before a lady he said you should have the decency to kneel before the gods and i said these two need to get a room <laughs> and she told him don't spar with me little fellow and she said i know your game he's like you're you're trying to pull this man of the people bullshit uh it's is that your game it's old game dull unconvincing a man of the people who does cersei's dirty work for her and he said the people always do the dirty work and she was like nigga please you know what i meant uh saved them platitudes and shit um uh, and he did uh turn around because he was about to leave like well fuck you then uh he's you know i do what i want and then she was like uh basically what do you want and he turned around and said oh this gotta be interesting for you because i'm telling you a simple truth uh basically uh i don't want shit <laughs> nothing that you can give me so basically i don't the only thing i'm gonna answer to is god i don't want money i don't like i don't give a fuck i don't need own shoes so just deal with it that's what she should have did should have came in with with the fly shoes that if he tried them on he'd be like nah i'm not giving these away yeah give him some loafers some some jordans no some jordans okay she had had them yeezys Mm -hmm. (laughs) you think he's giving away them yeezys right so um he basically said uh you know she was like well look man um i can make you the richest high scepter ever and he was like nah it ain't about the money i just the guys demand justice she said and how do they communicate these demands by raven or horse 
<laughs> and she he said the seven pointed star girl the bible if you don't got a copy in your big ass library i'll bring you one and she was like everybody read seven pointed star i don't give a fuck you know <laughs> um and uh she said basically like okay well then when house terrell stopped sending their crowds to the city everybody here will starve i'll make sure they know who was to blame and then he hit her with this occupy wall street speech was basically like nigga i'm one of the the poor people if you fuck with me you fucking with all the poor people and have you ever went outside to till some crops <laughs> hmm? when the last time you worked in the kitchen or some shit never well it's more of us than it is of you you the one percent and we will fuck you up he said when the many stopped fearing the few and then he just dotted dot, dot, dot that sentence and walked off with a bucket. I was like, damn, that was gangster. You know, the thing about this that I, I want to see come back up is the fact that well, we know what happens especially towards the end of this episode. But, like, we forget that Marjorie was out there. She was actually doing some of this work. Yes. She was mm-hmm. She was helping the um, – the orphanage she was making sure that more of the money and the food was going there mm-hmm. so i think that's gonna come back and help her like right. she's in the bad spot now right that's gonna come back and look at her because she she was the queen of the people mm-hmm. like when she walked around the people call for her because they know she was doing things for them yep that's so both her you know uh yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out yeah so, so during trial uh i guess she'll be she'll be more successful i wonder Possibly. what what i wonder what happened to this dude that made him just one day be like you know what i it's all about the religion i don't need any material possessions i don't want to eat i don't want my shoes anything something had to happen to him and i wonder what because they they gotta share they gotta share his backstory yeah i hope we get it soon and i mean honestly with the whole with the way this shit is played out i mean he really would have been a nobody if cersei hadn't armed him up right Mm -hmm. so it's really her fault um And she and was I kept warned. Think- she was yeah. warned because they told her, "Like your dad would have never allowed people to walk around doing shit like this in the kingdom." Yeah, you know what's amazing to me is I've always said this is a bad alliance for her because she doesn't. She's giving him stuff, assuming that he will stop at some point. Like, right. well, I owe you a favor, so I I'll never cross you. And I'm like, I never got that feeling from him talking. Mm-hmm. he always sounded like he wasn't quote-unquote playing the game mm-hmm. he always felt like he was going so you just gonna give me an army and she's like yes yeah, so you can go you know get in there get everybody in line he's like okay but it's like it's like cersei's <laughs> father always told her she's she thinks she's smarter than she really is yep mm-hmm. and when you look at what she when you look at what she's done like this is the this is like king's landing about the fall she's because jamie's wars. gone they got a weak king they just put, you know, Marjorie in in in, in, uh, in prison. We know what happens with Cersei later on with her being being locked up now. Like once it comes out of uh, like and, and all their enemies, like, even they were she was talking about how the Boltons might be might be looking to do their own thing. Like she doesn't have, and with her father gone, she doesn't have anybody else. I mean, she, even fucking Tyrion was was better at handling the shit than she is. And they mm-hmm. broke. So, oh yeah, and they broke. And so it's like. <laughs> She doesn't. She's gotten desperate, and she has nobody. It used to be that her father and Jamie could clean up her messes when she got emotional and would do some petty shit right. that would fuck things up, or even her son. You know, when it was Joffrey, because that little motherfucker was just would, would be evil and just cut somebody's head off or have somebody killed. You know, mm-hmm. now she ain't got nobody there, and she don't really have no power there. She's gotten rid. She's she's kind of stacked the um the king's council. To with, with other like weak-minded people that can't really do anything themselves 
uh, Littlefinger doing his own shit. Who was the guy that was with um that got uh, tearing out out of the fucking city? Uh, Varys. Varys. He's gone. Like, there's nobody who can really play the game left in King's Landing no more. Yep. Um, and all this shit, you know, basically uh, in retaliation for her son being killed, and she doesn't even know who the real two killers were. Yep. Um, she actually working with one of them. Right. She's working with, yeah, she's basically working with one of them. So, um, Tommen was disgusted with his mom. They was eating dinner. He was like, my balls are filled to the brim with semen right now. Right. <laughs> you know, my sack is blue as the Smurfs. Right. He was just like, my pussy's in prison. There's nothing I can do about it, my mom. Yeah, he was very upset. <laughs> and then she gave him a little speech where she said, the events you couldn't possibly have anticipated or prevented, even if you had known, you know, how do you think I felt? You can't blame yourself for fate. Your father, your brother, your grandfather, I was queen of the seven kingdoms. And what could I do? Uh, and I'm thinking, yeah, events you set in motion trick. Not to uh-huh. mention your motherfucker, his father, really not his father. Right. Who got killed, who got killed because of you. When well, yep. you had his, uh, his, uh, his, 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 his wine laced before his boring trip, his trip, uh, hunting boar. Like, nah, man, you set all this shit in motion with a lot of your bullshit. Not to mention, cause you was fucking Jamie and, um, originally Nate's uh friend found out like you fucking had him killed like all this shit because of you you are a huge part of it you fucked up everything fucking your brother anyway uh-huh. so he was like you know Tom is like I call in the army take back the step kill every last one of them and you know it was cool that he was trying to get a little angry and shit but she was like and they basically gonna kill Marjorie because she's their hostage right now and he was just like i can't do anything and then she talked about how she loves him and she'd do anything for her and he can't understand because he hadn't had children yet she said i'd do anything to keep you from harm uh your sister too i would burn cities to the ground and i'm like i believe cersei because she's so petty and dumb but she always fucks herself over so you know yes and i think my problem with uh her son with the uh, cersei's son is that nigga marjorie asked you to do this before mm-hmm. but it took her going to jail before you you know got a backbone she was like well, why don't you you know start it? he was like well, i i don't want to do it I, even know. still he's not gonna do it because he's letting cersei go talk to him and it's gonna be interesting seeing what he does now that his mom's locked yeah up. he went um, there one time and just like joffrey he backed up out backed of there up, he got yeah. <laughs> that dude called him abomination like, alright then uh, so Jamie got to see Marcella and uh, Dorn uh, she says oh Jamie looks uh, for, uh, uncle you look so different uh, you have more last time I saw you had more hair he said and more hands you know what and when they showed him I was like so is he in prison right or, did, or like- he was in a nice cell Dorn you know he got like a, a, you know like a suite at the Marriott right Brian got like the Holiday Inn Express but or whatever. E- but even before seeing Brian, just seeing that sweet, I was like, damn, they do everything first class. Yeah. They, <laughs> how much money do they have? Everything is just so beautiful there. Also, why would you ever want to leave there? Also, why are you letting him keep his gold hand? That's a weapon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Well, he doesn't know how to use it, so. Oh, okay. So, uh, knock I, I will say it. that he might have the sweet, but Brian got the better view. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so, Tristan, uh, well, you know, hotel, motel, holiday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, Tristan, um, was, uh, the name of Miss Marcella's, you know, to, intended or whatever. 
and jamie apologized because they knocked his ass out <laughs> uh, and by the way low-key tristane might be my the best new name for this on this show tristane just seemed like such a like it could be like a r&b singer <laughs> he could be like you know a quarterback for ohio state he, right. could be, he got the hair for it yeah like tristane could be so many different ridiculous black shit i'm just like yo i like like i hope somebody take that and use it <laughs> but uh, yeah so um you know basically he went to say like we're trying to get you to come home and marcella was like i don't want to come home i think i'm in love sounds mm-hmm. the part too yeah i'm, I'm grown sounds- well you know what it's not fair to say she's like sansa exactly here's the only reason i'll say that not because not because she's not like sansa but she ain't really in a sansa situation mm-hmm. only because we don't know how fucked up dorn is compared to like king's land like her just living in king's land for like eight to ten years already put her on the graduate course to fuckery <laughs> where sansa lived in an honorable place and like sansa lived in checkers and then moved to chess and was like what the fuck was up with these moves <laughs> you know what i'm saying like marcella moved like she moved from like from like you know check like she moved from like chess to connect for she'll be all right <laughs> right that's that's my guess i think she's just like look these people are actually nice here they not gonna kill me and if you really think about it they was coming to save me before y'all got here right Uh, they would have saved her from the sand snakes probably so Mm -hmm. she she's straight yeah you know jamie that's one of the things i that's so dumb about this fucking storyline jamie over here because fucking cersei is paranoid right but there's they have no real reason to believe that marcella was in any danger well again that goes back to Cersei thinks she's smarter than she really is. Yeah. She took she she sent her brother off. Really the only person, you know, there who could who could have helped prevent what's going on now in King's Landing. Right. Mm-hmm. They had any she sent him off on this on this adventure with yeah. Bron to fucking Dorn mm-hmm. to save her daughter when she, there's no reason to believe that there's anything wrong with her daughter. You know? Yep, I agree. Probably it's low key racism too. Mm-hmm. And and she probably like, Why aren't you fucking your brother? Uh-huh. i mean you, y'all both about the same age you really gonna go give it to these brown people tristane <laughs> mr still your daughter <laughs> oh lord um so uh you know marcella leaves jamie in the room like bye um yeah and then my line was like you don't know me daddy yeah. uncle yeah <laughs> yes you, you you're not my father uncle and then uh, he, he thought about it for a second. Was like, I really haven't spent the time with her. Right? Because yeah, yeah. she basically did hit him with that. Uh, you don't even hang out. You don't even come. You don't even come from here anymore. I, I mean, remember how how young she was too when that she left. And, yeah, like, they just growing up on the show. That's the thing too. It's like they. This it, how you know it's so much different than King's Landing. When Jamie and them got caught, they didn't. The people don't. They didn't lock her up too on some. Oh, she was in on it yeah they they still let her walk around free like oh we know you had nothing to do with this and they weren't even planning on killing her doran's so mature Mm -hmm. he was like i'll let you see her just so you can understand we're not doing anything to her right like it was like he was really like like we're planning on just putting you on a ship back home like we're not even planning (laughs) on fucking y'all up if this is king landon they would be like we are beheading him at three Mm-hmm. and uh the trial will be at four because we're gonna behead them first yeah then we're gonna do the trial uh, right. and a prostitute will be testifying because that's king's landing prostitutes seem to testify everywhere and the funniest thing about it is by not having bringing her back to king's landing this is probably the best thing for because she was back in king's landing 
She's going to be in all kinds of troubles. Oh, for sure. Right. For ja- sure. Jamie forgot Cersei is stupid. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think if he'd have thought that through, he'd have been like, but then I'm going to leave Cersei in charge to keep running shit. Well, he knows she's a stupid, spiteful, hateful woman. He just loves her. He can't help it. Well, his dick is not his friend either. Yeah, it's, his, it's, his, <laughs> it's in his DNA. Yeah. Uh, it's, he's, uh, so then, uh, Brian was talking to, he was singing the rest of the Dornishman's Life song, which, you know, like I, and I guessed it last week. It's pretty offensive. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that shit's gonna end kind of offensive. And of course, it does. He fucks the Dornishman's wife and then the dude tries to kill him. So, um, uh, and then the ladies were like, uh, you know, uh, one of them started clapping for him. <laughs> and uh i think it was uh tn started clapping for him and oberon and them was hating like bitch you clapping and then she was like um well he can sing and uh you know that boy can sing um uh, look at him looking like chris brown yeah and then they were like um you know well he he said uh you know um uh i could have beat y'all up or whatever and i just I ain't used to fighting women and I, don't, I don't hit women and she said it's amazing how many men we meet we beat that seem to have this code and he said i wouldn't say you beat me and then uh uh tie said uh how's your arm <laughs> and i was like mm-hmm, i called it last week Mm-hmm. when he got cut i said this nigga poison bro he don't even know it yeah because when they sh- when they show that shot it, w- it didn't it didn't make sense yes last week i'm like so i'm like it stood out so i'm like it had to be poison and the fight and they showed it before the show again mm-hmm. and the fight was so whack that them showing that shot stuck out even more like i mm-hmm. guess that's something so i immediately was like he got poison right so she asked about his arm and he was like my arm's fine and uh he said uh plus you know i shouldn't be leaving dorn without another scar and she says you think you're leaving dorn <laughs> he said no great hurry dornish women are the most beautiful women in the world and uh one of them was like thank you and he was like uh didn't say you i said dornish women <laughs> and uh she walked over and was like so you don't think i'm beautiful and he was like nah and then she pulled out to him <laughs> brown <laughs> round stripped in front of him perky titties and just best stuck him through ever. the stuck him through the bar i was like <laughs> you don't think all of this is good and he was like actually i forgot what the fuck i was saying <laughs> and i was like yo man this when the poison gonna kick in because like this blood gotta be flowing in his dick right now yeah, uh, yeah. okay like, that's why his, she did it yeah, yeah i was like i was like i think this part of the poison trick which is <laughs> damn this is some this is a terrible poison yo this that's some shit that you would see on snap yo yes <laughs> like <laughs> she poisoned her husband with medicine that would only uh would rush through his bloodstream after he got his dick hard yeah like, no. uh-huh. and the most amazing part is like i don't think i would have died as fast as him because i'm an ass man you know so mm-hmm. i probably be like can you turn you turn around, turn around a little. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, shit, oh, Lord. I can't feel my face. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he wanted to see them titties. And um, she was talking about, you know, how fine she was. And he was looking. And then she was like, yeah, um, by the way, your nose is bleeding. And he was like, yeah, it's just the dry air. And just, oh, I need to, I need to lay down a little bit. Um, <laughs> get my mind right. There was some powerful titties. And she was like, my my dagger was coated with a special ointment from a shot they call it the long farewell it takes time to work if you just get like a single drop that touches the skin you die 
and she was like and then she popped the piece off her necklace like this right here the only cure uh for the poison no. and i was like damn i was like don't give it to him he the enemy yeah, I, I was like, they're going to kill Bron. And I like Bron, but that's how they kill. They always kill the people I like. Yo. You know what this is, though? This is foreplay Westeros style, yo. That's what this mm. was, yo. She, she she, actually feeling this nigga. I, I feel like they go together now. Yeah, she, she I do, too. Like the freaky yeah. prince. And, and, you know, and it wouldn't surprise me. My prediction is if all of them end up getting out. Like, yeah. if he end up helping them I get just, out. I, I thought you was going to say all of them end up fucking. That's what I really thought you was <laughs> oh. about to say. <laughs> oh, that's a possibility, too, now. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah. Over and out with it. I, I can already you, tell. I thought you was about to be like, all of them will fuck and the mama. Like, nah. <laughs> nah, over and out with it. She the hating-ass person at the club. <laughs> like, she, she the girl that be like, he ain't even buy drinks for all of us, and he going to go, nah, fuck that. Because they was rolling their eyes the whole time. And they only got excited and started coming over to watch when he was about to die. Like, look at this nigga dying. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, um, you know, now who's the most beautiful woman in the world? Mm-hmm. Well, he wanted that antidote. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he was like, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> and, she, and she was like, that's the right answer and gave him the prison. <laughs> um, but I was like, you know what? That's the most interesting thing to happen in Dorn yet. Mm-hmm. More of that, please. And I'm not just saying it because of the titties. But come on, it's because of the titties. <laughs> but them titties, them like, titties is on fleek. Yourself, so I'm, I'm, they go together now. Sorry. Yeah, and she let the titties out even after she gave him the antidote. But, mm-hmm. but she low-key pulled her skirt to the side a little mm-hmm. bit, too. And she flashed mm-hmm. the, um, like, you think you, you think it's shaved or you think it's like... Oh, it's good to shave. It's, it's, hot, shave it's hot down there, yeah. I feel like even if it's not shaved... It's nice and curly and still inviting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> see, I got oh, yeah. landing patch. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Some two go together now. I, I can't wait to see more of that, yo. So she gave him the uh, cure to the poison and shit, the antidote. So he good. I wonder if that was a, like if, if just her body juices was is the cure. Just you just need. Mm-hmm. You, this is like heaven. You just need to taste this, mm-hmm. and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the so, <laughs> Lady Olina met up with um. Little thing in one of his dilapidated house, uh, whole houses. <laughs> and she basically was like, Ugh, I had to come here to meet you. And he was like, Yeah, I'm sorry about it. She was like, Bitch, you ain't sorry. <laughs> like, you dead, you wanted me. You like that I'm here. And I was, it was so funny because back in season one, Lady Stark had, had been held up in one of his ho- whole houses, like, when she came to King's Landing uninvited. Mm-hmm. And, uh, same thing. <laughs> like, like, he was like, You can stay in my whole house. And then she was like, You love this shit, nigga. <laughs> Um, he was a fucking quagmire of the group. Right. So she was like, <laughs> she was like, yeah, uh, you think, um, you know, I, I should have known you would start, you would come back to, uh, to King's Land as soon as things started to go wrong. And I was like, oh, so that plan isn't going well. And I guess she means Tyrion not being killed. Maybe that was the first part of the plan going wrong or something. Um, either way, um, she was like, uh, you know if you try to kill me in here because when she told him that you know basically like she don't trust him either she's like you try to kill me they won't even find your body after my people do whatever they want to to it and um she and then she basically was like uh you know i i need some dirt on cersei because she got my babies hemmed up you know i know you don't care about the future house tyrell so don't even pretend that just you know i just need help and he was like i'm gonna give you the same thing i gave her uh which is a young man you know a handsome uh-huh. young man and that you know that the handsome young man last week was the whore dude who was having sex with loris and was the snitch 
yep so for cersei you know i immediately i'm like what handsome young man could they be talking about oh shit gotta be lars i mean gotta be lancel (laughs) gotta be lancel yep and i know we shouldn't believe that anybody who thinks they're playing the game well will win but little fingers like is one of them dudes that seems like he always got a he he's playing all the sides and he just when when something goes wrong he just pulls out another card going okay i'll play this one now yeah mm-hmm. yeah he too good yeah his, his yeah. thing is knowing things like honestly like that like that's his thing he does not like to be not in the loop yeah uh-huh. he even told uh alina that he didn't give that that he came back to help cersei with information not not nothing else yeah. uh-huh. the other thing is i thought alina already knew that you know all the kids was bad they was uh incest kids that's not what well we'll get to it but that's not what was revealed all right uh-huh. so Jorah um and <laughs> Jorah and Tyrion were at the fighting pit and it was a wild wild card weekend because <laughs> it was like whoever wins gets to go to the the, the next, next round. round and then Danny will watch the that Daenerys will be watching the next round and I I kind of hated this scene and uh you know I hate to say it man because I always love pretty much all the shit on Game of Thrones but uh i didn't mind the fighting choreography and shit but i just hated that daenerys went there and was acting so fucking yeah snobbish she was just acting so uh, it wasn't even snobbish but like scared that they were like ooh, they killing people like Yo, what the week, the week, either last week or the week before last you had your dragons tearing a man apart mm-hmm. don't act like you're don't act like you're disgusted now by the fighting pits it's All just right. like Come, that was to me is a little inconsistent because they made her they made it seem like she was she isn't it's not in her blood it's like you've been leading a, revol, a, a revolution you just had another man's head cut off you know yes like so let's let's not act like you're too squeamish for this shit now. all the more reasons not to like her yeah it's okay for her to put people on the cross but right other people can't put people on. yeah the cross. that's whack i didn't like that shit um and then uh they heard George, they <laughs> she so she wasn't even supposed to be there for wild card weekend mm-hmm. and so once the slave on the dude found out he was like oh shit everybody straighten up it's the queen the queen here the queen here everybody straighten up let's do this come on man you know clean up your tie whatever and then they all fucking <laughs> hey, embarrassing me out here yeah and then they all he made them all say like we are out here honored to die for the queen and shit jar heard it jumped up ran out seen the khaleesi was there um like he ran out so fast he left his sword like he just ran out there to see and mm-hmm. uh he watched for a little bit and she got up and was like i'm ready to go this is some bullshit <laughs> and uh my man lionel richie was like come on um <laughs> this is uh you know you, you please stay you know this this tradition to watch the opening ceremonies or something and she's like i've sacrificed enough of your traditions and I'm like, oh God, man, why are you being like this again? Disrespecting people with traditions and gentrifying they shit. I, I need her again. It's just, she's like Lucky Sansa almost mm-hmm. this season because it's like, you're are you trying to play the game or you're not trying to play the game? Like, what are you doing? Right. Like, come on. Like, you're you can't be a leader and not get your hands dirty. You can't be a leader. And not to have some kind of sacrifice. This is just, it's bullshit. Come on. Right. Like, like if, you, if you're killing for her cause, then she's all about it. But right. if you, if you got some, some killing you want to do for fun, then apparently that's wrong. So whatever. I, I wasn't turned off by the fact that she wasn't with the killing, uh, for pleasure thing. I just, the, it, the scene came off more like she was squeamish or something. Mm-hmm. 
to me you know so anyway she was like uh i'm out you know and then once uh george saw she was about to leave he was like oh hell no came out and bruce wayne the whole arena <laughs> like he beat up everybody without killing them <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. uh and then he took off his helmet she saw who it was and she curved the fuck out of him mm-hmm. <laughs> she said uh get him out of my sight i was like mm-hmm. damn oh he my. killed all the, he beat up all them people he man this nigga basically could have ordered a nuke with the, right. the way that he went flawless through everybody mm-hmm. and she said get him out of my sight and didn't and didn't kill nobody and she's still acting like come yeah on, come he didn't on. even get scratched and he said khaleesi please oh my and then she, <laughs> they started grabbing him he said i brought you a gift and Tyrion came out saying he was the gift and his name was Tyrion Lannister and she was looking like oh wow that's all you had to say because when he said gift she did pause because we all know women do love love some gifts um, but you should have came better than the um yeah a midget. i wish i would have you should have had something in your back pocket dog well hey he <laughs> might be the key to the winning the war right mm-hmm. marjorie uh was in her cell with no shoes dressed like cinderella before the ball <laughs> yeah she was and uh cersei came in there and Not that he was smiling and she was like oh i bought you some leftovers she was feeling good about herself dog she man when she walked in you might as well started playing that motherfucking feeling myself feeling myself <laughs> i'm feeling my feeling my feeling my like that joint yeah. that she came in there with holding a plate of leftovers her leftovers just, yeah right yeah her her like, leftovers like, like my plate personally that yeah. i spit in like i don't want no more yeah this. i didn't eat my venison last night would you like some and this is after she told thomas she was gonna go try to get the girl freed mm-hmm. i was like nigga you came to just be and she walked in and was like oh no these accommodations are terrible the yelp review said three stars this is clearly a one star. <laughs> <laughs> um so she was just like you know marjorie's like uh you love this shit you just came to gloat get out of here she's like no i came to check on you and i'll make sure they get your accommodations better and he she was like lies you lying lies come easily to you everyone knows that but innocence decency concern you're not very good at those i'm afraid and she said perhaps that's why your son was so eager to cast you aside for me <laughs> mm. and then by, now by the way if sansa would have said this y'all would have been like she's so stupid mm-hmm. marjorie said it i thought she was stupid you thought she was stupid too? for saying i did yes. mm-hmm. but Marjorie, i like, thoroughly enjoyed it and i was like never let cersei win i right. love it and that's why i was actually okay with sansa saying that shit to, to ramsey because i'm like nigga you already fucking me up right. the least i can do is talk some shit well here's here's the difference for me cersei really ain't the one fucking marjorie up mm. and ramsey is okay. so to me it's, it's a difference between you can talk some shit to to um cersei because she's She's, even now, she's trying to pretend like she has nothing to do with this shit. Yeah. Yep, but even though so, we know she does. But see, Cersei... But, yeah, Cersei thinks she still has the power, though. Yeah. But even Marjorie knows she doesn't. I just think I, when you come in... I just think when I'm already getting fucked up, I can either get down or lay down, or I can fucking, you know, stand up. Nah, mm-hmm. I'm Personally, I'm going to be like, fuck you, man. Like, Because I, I, might, I, I might never see you again so today I can't, I can't is blame you for that. yeah if today is fuck you man like i can't blame you for that it's just that yeah. i'm sorry ramsey ramsey scared the shit out of me I ain't he is so he is <laughs> so <laughs> scary i watched the show with the lights yeah. on now and cersei did have a low-key very scary response to this because because fucking marjorie went off on her and then she said 
you're upset <laughs> and i'm like yo low-key that's like actually the coldest thing you can say yeah because she hit her with the like no you're just mad right now <laughs> like like i might start saying that instead of you mad you mad i might just you're upset uh and so then uh, motherfucking marjorie threw that plate of venison across that room now like, that was something i was mad at her about yep. like, bitch, you're in, you know you ain't eating that good it's yeah. your, and it's your weakness yeah no. and also i kept thinking the rat's gonna be down there to eat it i probably would do the same thing fuck you bitch and yeah. threw it at her i don't want your shit I also also uh it could have been poison i don't trust her yeah i, right. wouldn't, I wouldn't have eaten it but i wouldn't ate a damn thing she but, gave me but the way she did it it was like the comment that cersei made like let me go tend to my son like it, it got was, to like him. it got yeah. to her and that was the, i didn't like that that's it, yeah but, well this you know go ahead Karen. but you know what mm-hmm. i would have hit cersei with it knowing me fuck you yeah i was surprised she didn't hit her with it i would have tapped her upside her forehead fuck you so cersei start walking up the house smiling right and i'm like hold up this is sean jackson this is my cardinal rule you touch down dancing before you get to the end zone <laughs> i was wondering where's security what her bodyguards because right. when she was talking to tom and she was crying and shit i was like okay maybe she really got some humanity left but when she hit that smile on the way to see the the high sparrow i was like oh no she she thinks she doing the tebow Mm-hmm. like she's like no 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 i have the false humility of praying before god but really you don't mean that shit you still celebrating the touchdown it's still mm-hmm. a celebration um mm-hmm. so you know after she told her get out you hateful bitch and she's that sleep well sister and start walking out there <laughs> and smiling and shit and uh she basically went in the high septum was like you know uh hey basically she was like yeah you know um the accommodations are perfect <laughs> right they that it was terrible right ago, right after she had told her it was terrible she was gonna try to help she was like yep she getting the justice she deserved fuck her um mm-hmm. basically what's the next step in the process it's like we're gonna have a trial where there'll be seven septons and i guess back in the day the targaryens did away with the seven septons probably the mad king was burning niggas and shit right <laughs> um <laughs> her seven peers right so he was you know he was like all right uh you know that's gonna be the plan and she was like all right sound good to me and she was like well if they confess before the trial he said they'll get the mother's mercy and she was like what does that mean you know he was like she should know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but she he was like well you know it'll it really just doesn't sound like there's a clear rule like if they have contrition if they've been charitable if they've done some things then it varies based on the person and marjorie has, has been doing that shit. right exactly right. Uh, so she said, thank you, High Septon, for bringing them whatever justice they deserve in the eyes of the seven. And, uh, then he gave her the speech about this nameless altar they have there about how there's no marking on it. No one knows who built it because the people who built it, their faith was so pure. They didn't want credit. They weren't trying to have, you know, they had no hubris or whatever. They just were trying to have clean, pure faith. He said their faith was clean, stripped away the gold or the gold, the gold, the ornaments, knocked down the statues, the pillars, this is what remains the tyrell's finery is stripped away their lies knocked down their true hearts laid bare for all to see so it is for all of us high low alike what will we find when we strip away your finery mm. and she was like that last part sounded like it was about me <laughs> that sounded kind of personal let me, let me get the fuck out she tried to leave nah this, he said a young man came to us long ago and right, he talked what? about how his soul was burdened mm-hmm. and but she tried to leave right before that you could see her like backing oh, up like yeah, she was about to turn she definitely she definitely had hit that like well i'll be going now right uh-huh. 
and so he it's was like late. <laughs> yeah so he was like but now he's unburdened his sin and told us all the truth and his spirit is flying high his soul is so light it's, he'll float through the seven heavens like a bird and he has much to say about you and that's when she first tried to leave because mm-hmm. and, and and the thing is i wonder if that's why they call them the sparrows because you know they they go by the sparrows is because your soul is so light from the sin you gave up yeah mm-hmm. you, you just float. tell everything so yeah so then um well he stepped up into the room like but <laughs> mm-hmm. mm, i tried to make you a pile i tried to tell you we could be sorry and i'm sorry years, I, years ago i mean yeah when she met him at the other place and yep, she, at the was, she was talking all that shit and she said i doubt you could lead anyone to anything and i was like mm, she touched down dancing on mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh yeah so she uh went to open the door and was like all right i'm out of here and this the uh silent sisters was like Mm-mm, girl no Where do you think you're going and she was like unhand me get out of my way and they was like Mm-mm. and she was like tell them to get out of my way and they grabbed her up and she's like i'm the queen i'm the queen have you lost your mind and i was like mm-hmm. mm, seems like a week ago right. marjorie marjorie was saying those exact words mm-hmm. right. no, yeah, it didn't matter the then yeah you're the queen mother by the way right but when but that tells you all her motivation right she uh-huh. just wants to stay queen forever yeah exactly and that's the first thing i thought to myself it's like her her true self came out it's like but you're not queen like you're right. telling you're the queen uh no you're not you haven't been and for I'm a just, while I, now i'm just mad they don't have like a work release or something i mean i can't i gotta go to jail like i can't just turn myself in at the trial like no probation yeah so then my favorite part though is right before the uh silent sisters lock her in she goes look at me look mm-hmm. at my face Mm-hmm. it's the last thing you'll see before you die and then they close the door and lock it in there and of course cersei is in the trip prison of her own making man so um hilarious it just had me think about her dad uh telling her you just you're not as smart as you think you are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. here's the emails um and we might not have time to do uh too much news so uh here's the here's the emails Derek writes in hi rod and karen first want to say thank you for doing an awesome job with the game of thrones recaps i look forward to them every wednesday mm-hmm. i only have one observation to add to the conversation why is it that almost every character on game of thrones has a cool or exotic name exotic name like cersei sansa or even jorah but when you get to cersei's uncle this dude's name is kevin <laughs> <laughs> what's up with that just plain old kevin maybe he's not going to be in any more episodes so he didn't need a cool sign of name well, if I'm not mistaken, I believe his name is Kevin with an A. Oh. Uh, Kevin Lannister. Yeah, nobody has a, a regular name on this bitch. Like, uh, so I, yeah. I maybe, maybe those writers are white and the other writers happen to be black. Cause you know, we come well, up one with some dude, creative names. One dude wrote all the books. So he, the names come from, from George R. R. Martin. Well, maybe he was dating a black girl during <laughs> <laughs> other periods and white well, women. All, all the names are black and his is too it's kevin with an a um he says and before i finish i want to give props to my man justin i have to admit that i was pretty much done with him adding his commentary on them thrones podcast (laughs) (laughs) but when he called that jamie rape of his sister i had to ease back and shut keep my mouth shut yeah that was a big that's that that's basically everybody was against him on that one yeah that's justice doug williams moment (laughs) (laughs) he's the black he's the black quarterback that got that super bowl (laughs) 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 nothing else in this career can we even talk about (laughs) p.s if the mountain never comes back he should go on a crime spree even if he gets caught he can just demand trial by comment 
combat guaranteed to get off yep thanks derek Jada. Hey, that reminds me because you mm-hmm. just brought the mountain. Did anybody bring up the fact that uh, Gendry is basically uh, Judy Judy Winslow from uh, a Westworld? Yeah, I don't know what Gendry is. I don't <laughs> know what's up with Brand and the motherfucking psychic powers. I yeah, uh, Theon's sister. It's a lot of people that I'm like I was interested in them, and I'm not going to read the books. So no, I just have to wait till they bring them back. Yeah, if the show yeah. brings it back to them, I'll love to see it. If not, that's cool. But I'm G- just Ginger got on that rowboat and just disappeared. Yo. Yeah, right. she was like, he dead. Mm, well, he ain't, mm, he ain't alive no more. Right. Yeah, if I don't see a body, he ain't dead. Yet. People keep hitting me up. You know, in the books, they're talking about it. Yeah, well, I'm not reading the books. Right. So sorry. Jada Wright saying, "Man, I love this episode. I can tell by the previous clip." previous previous clips they showed in the beginning that a lot of topics people were going to get covered i love that cersei finally got a taste of her own medicine how could she think that she could bring an organization into power who has a member with she used to use to fornicate with and use as a pawn and not be brought to justice herself right the hubris of this woman well it's that and have can, can y'all trust anybody with a tattoo on their forehead i'm just saying face tats yeah you ever seen anybody with a brand on their forehead and you feel like you could trust them i tell, man i've been calling this since you went and got them niggas involved <laughs> right you I'm can't like, you cannot fuck with people who only answer to god i'm sorry <laughs> yep. yeah you, you go to she went down to the religious fanatics right hell fucking no like i i, I had a a dude i knew that married a woman where he was like one religion and she was like real religious in another one and he was like man she like tied it our rent and shit oh like i came home my rent was gone i was like hey man you can't marry nobody that, look, wow like this house take care of itself first <laughs> like, i don't know what y'all are gonna do but god gonna help us out is not the right answer yeah damn like fucking creflo dollar walking around the jet <laughs> and you gotta and you gotta you gotta take the bus to work now. you got his jet y'all <laughs> now i am interested to see how Tommen will rule without her and damn theon isn't good for anything i really fear for sense of safety now <laughs> well you know what's funny man i'm kind of glad that so many of these people that were trying to act like the show just sank to some new low where Sansa's storyline was going to become about the redemption of Theon. I'm glad that they had to shut the fuck up now. Because right. uh-huh. I never thought that for a second. And yeah. I was like, if it does happen, I'll be willing to go back and be like, man, I wish they hadn't done it that way if it if it would have came off bad. But yeah, I like that it, did, it didn't go that route. Like, maybe she can save herself. Maybe she can't, you know, but she did get that shank. The one thing I did think he was going to do was tell her, like, that Bran's still alive. Mm. yeah he didn't like i i thought it went, he was gonna let that slip um slip out at some no, he point he well, still the, might before the end of the season but the Maybe. thing about it is, uh, to, to be fair he hasn't even told ramsey right i thought so, he did tell him when he was being so. tortured when he was being tortured that did, he? did he yep. tell him? remember when he had like kind of escaped or something like that and they was on uh, the way back yes okay right, he, did. he might have yeah I, yeah i can remember that yeah right but so like might, yeah um like he told her it can't always it can't always be worse matter, matter of fact someone write us in make sure that's right because i can't remember uh like he told her it can always be worse i literally laughed out loud when sam yelled oh my <laughs> yeah that was the best <laughs> finally i can't wait to see what happened when danny has seen Tyrion and jorah awesome episode yeah am i the only one that uh adds game of thrones into the sex game oh lord <laughs> throw that oh my in there this week <laughs> last week it was reek close the door 
Oh, <laughs> y'all see what I have to put in? Oh, either I'm sleeping, I get tapped on the show talking about why a man's dicking your phone. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it happens. It, it happens. Okay. Just come in. Just, just come in while your wife already sleeping. Just be like, no, Reek, you watch. Then <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm always the confused. Them thrones. Like, Who the fuck is Reek? All <laughs> right, Prince Laron with his ball tapping oh, ass. This. <laughs> This nigga. This nigga right here. He writes in, what's good, TBGW? Next question. Yeah. <laughs> and MTR, I hope this doesn't sound crazy, but I need to know what's going on with these dire wolves. They seem to play a big role, and I want to know how far they take it. Arya's wolf is roaming somewhere in the north, and I'm wondering when it will pop up. Ghost has came through several times in the clutch. I hope I'm not paying this too much attention, and they don't do anything with it. Also, Sansa was high stepping when she thought Reek put that candle in the window, and Cersei was <laughs> she was high stepping, and mm-hmm. Cersei was partying too hard, continuing Rod's theme for the th- for the season, nigga for the season for the show, for the series. Anytime you start high stepping, you done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emil writes in, dear brothers and sisters. Wait, hello, dear brothers and sisters. <laughs> nope. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Right, don't start off like that. Mm-mm. I'm not sure. If, <laughs> I slang my salon to you, my brother. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not sure if I was able to get this email in under the wire for them. You did. You did. Uh, here we go. On Saturday's feedback, you mentioned that a lot of criticism, not all, of uh, the Sands of Rape scene last week was from book readers who are upset that they can no longer predict what will happen anymore because it shows diversion from the books. That's probably true because I guess there's a, there's a lot of comfort in knowing what will happen, especially in the depiction of such a brutal world as this. On the flip side, I love that the show is diverting from the books. After reading them, I was worried I would not have anything to look forward to, but the deviations have been a pleasant surprise. It's like having two really good stories to enjoy. Maybe I do not have my ears close enough to the Twitters and the Think Peace machine, but I have not seen outrage at the threat of sexual violence to Gilly. Oh, no, no, no. You're not going to see it at any other character in the songs. Right. Uh, this would she, be. She's a, she's a Scarjo of, um, mm-hmm. a Game Thrones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause this society set up where those other people deserve it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or even, it's not even about deserve though. Cause like, it's not like the characters deserved it that happened at, you know, the ladies that crashed the keep or the, or even Cersei with Jamie necessarily or even, uh, Daenerys. Like, they, people just pick and choose their favorites and she's a lot of people's favorite. Nah, mm-hmm. they look at Cersei like she's sleeping with her brother. She get raped, so what? You know, okay, but what about it. the cast of Creek women? They look at them as sleeping with her father, they father, so Nigga, they're getting raped by their father. I, I agree. Are you not, listen, I'm, I agree. I'm just saying how other people view it. I, I, I don't can, think yeah. they look at it that way. No, I don't. I think they, they say, this is a character that I do. like. Something terrible happened to her. I will get outraged. I really don't care about, honestly, what happened to these other characters, even though, uh, what happens to them is the same, but they don't view it like that because they don't have the investment as they do. Yeah. In this one particular one girl on Twitter, cause I just watched the first couple episodes again. And one girl on Twitter was like, yeah, see the imagery of the signs and stuff will stick with me forever. Uh, because it was so brutal. And I was like, they didn't show, show anything. Nothing. I was like, the Daenerys thing, they showed a lot. Yes, they Yo, did. They showed it like it was porn. Yeah, yeah and I was really. like, that to me was way more graphic. This was way more psychologically, maybe. Yep. Or even, not even, no. It, that was even more psychologically. It was just more fucked up, but we just didn't care. I mean, um, people today still uh, use that line from uh, that, that Khal Drago said to her, like, it's some kind of sweet love story. It's like, 
That wasn't a sweet love story. He came into the room after right. he was drunk and he would rape her, yo. It's like, Dog, do you ever think about the fact that some of the people's favorite characters on the show are rapists? Mm-hmm. Jamie, Cal Drogo, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you can't really be, like, we putting these people up like, oh man, I just, I love this guy. It's like, yeah, but that dude's a rapist. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, little finger borderline. Like, it's some pretty bad shit going on uh-huh. in here. Um, to be championing these people and shit. Anyway, um, so he goes on to say, uh, this would seem to give credence to the notion that Sansa is more sympathetic figure than Gilly. She is, and that's the way it's been written. Mm-hmm. In any case, that scene gave us a glimpse of ghosts. I don't remember seeing him at all since the beginning of the season. Do you guys think Sam and Gilly will be under constant threat now that Eamon is dead and John is off the hard home? Sir Alistair implied as much when he told Sam all your friends are dying. I don't know. I think we're supposed to feel danger toward, for them. But at the same time, I don't think the show has enough time to keep going back to them every fucking week with the danger of the week thing yeah, so we, we might not see john two seasons from now yeah that might be like a symbol I, well we're gonna see john again but i feel like that's gonna be a symbol that i think that was supposed to symbolize like and they were able to fight off the trouble well, that's my guess but who knows well i mean back at the um, wall that's what i'm saying oh yeah like, yeah we don't know when he's back. back yeah True. it might be two seasons from now so he's back there so sam sam might end up running shit and we don't know it who knows yeah the highlight of this episode apart from the gratuitous prison boobage and dorn was the final scene what do you think lies in store for cersei oh nigga i told you when she went up there and she couldn't stand the smell of that dude that they didn't need to have no alliance she about Mm -hmm. to let all the shit that she thought she was covering up come out she about to talk Mm -hmm. shit about them she about to say they hold religion is a bullshit watch she not she's not like people think she's a savvy game player she's not able Mm -hmm. to humble herself Nope. Right, to get out of that prison to play the game and it's gonna be one of them things but i can't wait till marjorie sees her in a cell next to her nigga she gonna party she gonna laugh especially if she gets out because she has been so kind right mm-hmm. and walk marjorie's right past the one that will because even even when marjorie's in trouble right now basically for covering for her own brother which right. is something they can be sympathetic to mm-hmm. you know and like you said she's been helping the people she's mm-hmm. a she's a queen of the people so oh yeah this is yeah. this is classic stupid like cersei hasn't realized she's pretty much made uh king's landing right for uh right for the taking yeah. Ooh, it, mm-hmm. and, lady oil is out free as well yeah mm-hmm. so uh karen oh and y'all making me think when they go to trial i wonder are they gonna like call witnesses and stuff like they did in the other one and could you imagine the people come forth to start just telling the shit that cersei has done well, mm-hmm. the only person they need is Lancel. He'll give him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just gonna be like, she was fucking me, and she made me kill the king. Oh, they call Littlefinger. He gonna describe her birthmark too, right? He be like, mm-hmm. uh, her pussy curves to the side. That's <laughs> the thing about um, what you gonna call it? Uh, she's um, with with uh, Marjorie, she can call, she can call character witnesses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she can't call nobody. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even, yeah, I don't even think it's about having witnesses in that type of, I don't think, I don't think that's what it's gonna do you. I just think Lancel's testimony gonna kill her, man. It's, oh yeah. She killed the king. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's a wrap for her. Like, oh yeah. They don't even have to get to the incest or any of that. Just she, Mm -hmm. I was the instrument to help her kill the king. The end. 
what's going to happen is it's going it's going it takes away them as the authority figure because the king not really the king mm-hmm. with the yep. incest it's mm-hmm. going like all that's going to have to come out and so now well that's if they even get to the incest like the assumption is that she'll be on trial for all that shit yeah I don't think she's gonna be on trial for that. Yeah. All you gotta do is you don't think yeah. it's gonna come up. You don't think? Lady, It'll, no, Lady everybody knows that she that those, those kids are not the fucking kings. That that's that's like a well known thing, you know. Like when Tommy was out in the street, they were calling him abomination and and shit right. like that. But see, now with someone that'll actually speak about it in front of everyone, whereas before it's like if you talk about it, you could die. Whereas now it's like we're gonna talk about. This but shit. it won't prove that. Yeah, because no DNA test. Yeah, it doesn't prove that Thomas. Yeah, Thomas not his kid. It doesn't prove anything. But what it does, what he can prove, is that she killed the king. Like. Mm-hmm. That's just as like she gonna have to die, right? They gotta kill. Like how you how you talk your way out of that? Like ah, oh, she dead, yo. He was beating me. Right? <laughs> he, was, he made he was me so, do it. He was so abusive. Now she got full of snap on him. <laughs> <laughs> he used to beat me every day. Like hold up, man, hold up. There's a picture, y'all. With, with with him having black eyes what's going on <laughs> uh do you think a trial will put tom and throne at risk and the throne at risk that's what justin was just saying yeah. uh maybe if it goes justin's way i almost felt sympathy for her what who wrote this a meal okay i almost <laughs> felt sympathy for her because we know that most of the fucked up shit she does is to thwart the prophecy of the season's first episode again a credit to the writers Anyway, Valor Mogul is my niggas and keep up the good work. <laughs> hey man, Valor Dyer's back to you, my nigga. Um, look man, I'll try to do some quick news and then we'll get out of here. Um, oh, actually, you know what? Let's just go straight to the games. All right, guys. Well, let's not fuck with the news. We'll do the news with some other people tomorrow. Y'all like the games. Yeah, you love, you love the games, right? Everybody loves the games. <laughs> uh, the first one is a game that we actually hate. It's called fucking with black people. Just fucking with those black people. Just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we read articles from all over the globe and we assign points from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five or how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, everybody. That's right. Everybody's still fucking with us. Um, let's see, here's one. Uh a lawsuit has been filed over a South Carolina war memorial that separates the dead by race. <laughs> Charleston, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I, y'all like to visit there, don't you? Uh, yeah, Charleston is place. my favorite place, man. <laughs> it's so pretty. Oh, the, it's like you can still feel the stench of racism <laughs> in the air. You sure can. Like, I get out the car and I just start talking like, ooh, <laughs> all this slavery around us. Lord and Lord, Lord. Oh my lord, lord, lord. <laughs> right. Um, I'm kind of poshed. Yeah, yeah, I do declare. People, everybody call you Tom while you're down there. I start helping white people for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Man, would you like some more tea? You just start shining <laughs> shoes and shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, five veterans have sued the South, South Carolina for the right to replace bronze plaques on a public memorial that separate those who died in the country's two world wars under the headings of white and colored. No, nah. <laughs> <A> hundred, <laughs> just nigga. Even in death, 
<laughs> I die for my for y'all stupid ass war, and you still gonna be like the nigger section is down there. <laughs> <laughs> we buried the niggas down there. Yeah, him, him down here. Yeah. <laughs> we just did not think it was appropriate to honor those who died for our country in such a segregated fashion the attorney clarence ranch wise who won, who sued on behalf of the veterans in greenwood south carolina here's the thing though I, isn't it kind of appropriate hmm. i mean you know I mean, you know it's south carolina you think they don't want to be next to the white people is that I mean, what you're I'm saying just, you i'm just <laughs> Like they want to be buried with their old people. I'm just saying they knew they was from South Carolina before they went up there and fought. <laughs> <laughs> they probably was never anticipating being put together with the white folks. <laughs> the lawsuit filed on Tuesday comes after those in favor of changing the memorial got a pushback from state lawmakers. God, South Carolina's so racist. <laughs> How do you get a pushback? on on that like in twenty fifteen? You got to know who your donors are, man. You got to know where the money coming from uh <laughs> the greenwood memorial was erected in 1929 to honor local residents who died in world war one and was later updated at, at world war two dead so, so was it in greenwood south carolina or charleston because i thought it was in greenwood charleston. is where it's, the articles from south from charleston but the oh, greenwood okay. is where it's at it is owned by american legion post number 20 but south carolina legislators passed a law in 2000 that forbids the alteration of any monument on public land without their approval the, Her- the Heritage Act was passed to appease legislators who opposed the removal of the two- in 2000 of the Confederate battle flag from the dome of the state house. The law was intended to protect a new monument to the Confederate dead on the state house grounds. The veterans suit the first court challenge of the 15-year-old law asked the judge to declare it unconstitutional. Uh, but some historians in the state say by changing the plaque, that risk important contributions made by black troops being forgotten. In addition to erasing the legacy of segregation and forgetting that story, you also forget the black men who fought and died in the war, said Aaron Foley, a historian with the South Carolina Department of Archives and History. Well, he's like, by making them all equal, it's almost like you're not counting how much extra it was for a black person to do this. <laughs> Greenwood's mayor supports swapping out the plaques for new ones that would not divide the local war uh, dead by race. Yo, what if he just switched it out and it was like, instead of white and colored he just changed it to something that's still meant the same negroes <laughs> yeah like oh <laughs> the blacks yeah well we're not gonna separate by race but we'll just say uh christians and uh <laughs> baptists if you know what i'm saying <laughs> the baptists over here thugs and um white bikers yeah we'll go, we'll go with uh baked and fried chicken okay <laughs> with the separate the two i think we know which ones is which Oh, oh! You looking for your grandfather? He should be in the watermelon division <laughs> of the, the secretary of the cemetery. Uh, Greenwood's mayor supports swapping out the plaques. Oh yeah, the old plaques were going to be put in a museum so that people would not forget our past. He said, um, zero to a hundred, Karen. Oh, that's a hundred. Uh, Justin, hundred. Chris. Oh yeah, it's a hundred now, just because they uh they actually fought it. Yes, yeah, so petty man to fight in 2015, man. <laughs> You so wrong for that, man. Did we post racial? Yeah. Uh, all right. Here's another one. Uh, six students and three adults said a school nurse in Georgia. Man, what is going on in Georgia lately? Wait, what? Used profanity and racial slurs during the physical altercation with an 11 year old boy, and she was suspended for two days. Two days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 100. Is that too long, Justin? Two days? Was that the problem? You didn't appreciate how long it was. She told him, I'm going to knock your lights out. She started yelling <laughs> expletives at him. These are witness statements from an altercation between a school nurse 
and an 11-year-old little boy. Caitlin Ross holding the powerful accountable this morning. Caitlin, some really serious allegations here we're talking about. Vinny, we can't even say most of what's alleged in that confrontation. <laughs> wow. Students accusing a school nurse of using profanity and a racial slur against a sixth grader in the cafeteria. His mom tells 11 Alive exclusively the school is not protecting her child. 11 years old. She's abused my child physically, mentally, and verbally. And won't nobody help me. Tormika Ezard held her breath watching video of the confrontation between the school nurse and her young son. My heart, I swear, was going 100 miles per hour. Then I had to remind myself to breathe. Citing privacy concerns, Clayton County will not release the surveillance video to Ezard or 11 Alive, but witness statements paint the picture of a violent confrontation. Degrading. Very degrading. I'm going to F you up. You talk to 11 year old. I'm going to knock your effing lights out. You're talking to an 11-year-old. Six children and three adults told officials what happened after Jason and another boy were throwing a bag of chips back and forth. The statements say Nurse Beverly Barnes approached Jason and immediately started yelling. Written reports by the principal of the school say she yelled expletives at him and used a racial slur before another teacher intervened. This happened to a student at your school that you say you're here to protect at all calls, and you didn't. Ezard is calling on the school to reopen the investigation and hold the nurse accountable. If it would have been the other way around, Jason would have been locked up on the spot. I would have been going to pick my child up from Clay County Juvenile right. Detention Center. What makes her any different from Jason? Oh, the nurse was suspended without pay for two days after the incident. The school said the punishment was appropriate because Nurse Beverly Barnes did not have any previous complaints against her. But parents and witnesses tell us this was more than just a verbal altercation. We are going to keep digging into this, and we're going to have more additional details on 11alive.com and at 11alive at 5 tonight, Vinny. Seems like she's accusing of a physical altercation, which would be a potential assault. Are police investigating? There are additional allegations at this point. The school closed the investigation, and this morning, this mother is really pushing for that investigation to be reopened. Right. How do you close it? Right. right. How did I just close the investigation? Well, the school can't close it if it's a legal matter. Dog. Like, there's there's some more shit going on here because I don't understand how this. How? how, how shout shout out to the teachers that didn't get involved until she called him a nigger, though. Like, it was okay to say, I'm going to fuck you up and <laughs> to threaten him and say, I'm going to knock your fucking lights out. But then it's like, nigger, whoa. Well, okay, buddy. Hey, Kathy, Kathy. Kathy, you're going a little too <laughs> damn far. Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fuck you up myself now. I'm fucking you up. <laughs> was, no, she didn't call him a nigger. Right. I was okay with the rest of this well, shit. Well, Antoine, you sit your nappy head ass down. I got this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Karen, uh, zero to a hundred. Oh, I said a hundred, yes. Justin? Man, come on, man. Right. I'm just checking, Chris. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's 100. Yeah, I gotta get it. Oh, you gonna fight it? Fight it, yo. It's like she like watched the Tamir Rice and it was like, oh, well, yeah, the 12. You know, they're, yeah. they're violent at that age, you know, so we'll just, we'll just go ahead and, you know, if we can kill them, like, I can, I can, I can damn sure do this, right? Yeah. He the one went to jail. Yeah. He right. went to detention. She got two she days. She got two days. To chill at the And crib. they closed the investigation and brought her back. <laughs> 
she must, is she the only degree professional at the school or something? <laughs> like they keep <laughs> they keeping her for accreditation purposes. They don't have a substitute nurse. Apparently <laughs> not. Uh, all right, last one. Former Sunday school teacher Brian Dawson said that the Mormon Church dismissed him because he used the church's own writings to explain the evolution of racial biases within the church within the church of, within the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Dawson, who was a former Mormon missionary, recalled to the Salt Lake Tribune that the children in his Sunday school class asked him in February why his Nigerian wife <laughs> would would have chose to join the church with a history of banning black people from the priesthood. So he turned to a 2013 church essay titled Race and the Priesthood, which argued that former LDS President Brigham Young has, was influenced by racial attitudes of the 1800s at the time. The church taught that black members could not enter the priesthood because the color of their skin proved that they were fence sitters in the war with Satan. Wow. The ban on black priests was lifted in 1978, although some Mormons still clung to the belief that dark skin is a curse. After Dawson discussed the church's essay with his school, uh, with the Sunday school class, at least one of the parents complained to his bishop. But this is y'all shit, though. These are your words, right? Anything regarding black history before 1978 is irrelevant and a moot point. Dawson recalled the bishop warning him. Dawson wow. said that he was ordered to never again discuss black Mormon history with students, but he declined. Right. Um, if the Holy Spirit guides me in a way that involves these multitudes of documents, who, I, who am I to resist the enticing of the Spirit? He said. The bishop replied, The Spirit is telling me to tell you not to use those documents. Oh, now how you going to out God, God? <laughs> like, yo, God told me to do this. Well, God told me to tell you not to do it. Well, God told me to tell God that he need to mind his goddamn business. <laughs> how about that? Well, my God can beat your God. Right. Now what? All right, I'll tell you what. Rock, paper, scissors, all with God. I mean, which, what color is your God? Because my God black. Right. And he know how to fight. Right. <laughs> my God is from the projects. Ezeen Dawson, Ezeen, Dawson's Nigerian wife, pointed out that she grew up in the Mormon church and said that she first felt racism within the organization when she attended BYU as a freshman. It didn't make sense to me. He was not teaching black history. He was teaching Mormon history. Our children are going to deal with this. She added lots of members are going to have to deal with it. In the end, church leaders agreed that they wanted members to use the essay to talk about racial issues, but they just didn't feel like the church was the right place to do it. Oh, fuck you. Anyway, I'll put a picture of uh, him and his lovely wife in the uh, in the chat for people to, to see what they look like and. I'm just gonna say, when you hire this dude, you you know what kind of speech you're getting, okay? <laughs> I mean, this oh, dude yeah. is a white dude rocking a teal uh, Charlotte Hornets dashiki, yeah. and his yeah. wife his wife got oh, on yeah. traditional African garb. Yeah. Oh, nigga, you gonna get this lesson, right? You ain't gonna tell him he can't talk about Black history, right? No, this, this, this is Drew from Interracial John right here, yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yo, his I love his. <laughs> Hey, his smile is like, got me one. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't nothing, ain't what nothing. You black, yo. Yeah. My, my beautiful, my beautiful Nigerian queen. Right. Right. Y'all ain't gonna do nothing about it and I'm gonna keep talking. Think he won't walk up in your Sunday school with some bongos. <laughs> Think he went all the way to, um, New York to find his queen? Nope. Right. Went to, he went to Africa. Right. Right. <laughs> he gonna show up there. Boop, 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 boop. Hey, you Today, he- the lesson will be. 
And we snapping fingers. Incense gonna be burning. I wonder if he did like Dirk and went to the motherland to get married and everything. Right. They probably did jump the broom. Mormon history is black history. (laughs) But is it his story? (laughs) Uh, Zero to a hundred, Karen. I give them a hundred. Fuck that church. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Justin. I'm gonna go with um zero because I mean he did his God fought the good fight. Yeah. I can't be mad at that. Hey, Chris, I'm gonna give him. I'm only give him fifty just because at this point you gotta know. Yeah, like I, I be I be. It's not even me being any religious, but it's just like at this point you know what your religion is based off of. You can't be surprised when motherfuckers keep doing this shit, yo. Yeah, I'm gonna give him. Uh, I'm gonna give this story absolute zero. I, I feel inspired. Like, <laughs> <laughs> damn, this white man gets it. Like, yeah, I'm, what, glad what? He, I'm glad he does. But yeah, that church get a hundred. You can't be I, like, you know what? Fuck your history. Mm-mm. No, no, no. That bitch was a piece of shit. And fuck mm-hmm. him. <laughs> fuck everything. But something about this story didn't fuck with me because I was just like, yo, this dude was like, I'm gonna keep doing it though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So y'all be, gonna have to make me leave. Yeah, like, just be mad. Then. My God, say something. Say something. Yeah, we call, call my God. We call my God. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, ball alert time. Let's get into this. Yeah. yeah. I know I'm looking for a five star chick that I'm out. Stepped out of magazine. Got it here, go 12 bar. Gucci man got nine car. We don't call them down no more. Oh, now we call them five star. Five star nigga, that's a five star click. That's a 645. This that new M6. Pay a rent, get a hell fix, might even pay a rent. And the way she do it, tell me that's money I ever spent. I can't even lie. I so super hot. Do not need her, will not keep her unless she is fly. All right, here are your choices. I'll let Chris pick. 50 Cent suing Rick Ross for leaking his own sex tape. <laughs> That's number one. Number two, baller mail. Titans rookie Dion Long was like the stove your mother told you not to touch. Not safe for work picks. Number three, baller mail. I think I found Red Man side chick. Number four, groupie tales, Jeezy, aka the snowman. And number five, Nicki Minaj groupie tail, another one. <laughs> I didn't know she had groupie tales. Yeah, we had we read the first one and they said that her ass was fake and they was disgusted, so they didn't do it. Uh, I gotta go with that 50 cent. 50 cent, alright. 50 <laughs> cent, who apparently somehow suing Rick Ross for releasing his own sex tape. Yeah, I just, it sounds ridiculous. Yo, this is what happened when you let a petty nigga get rich. <laughs> like, this is some Machiavellian shit. Uh, anyway, alright. If you tend to follow 50 cent's beefs and rivalries, you'll probably remember when he faced off against Rick Ross in 2009. During the most one-sided internet beef, 50 Cent involved Ross's baby mamas. He took one of them shopping, bought her fur coats, and during it all, a sex tape with another baby mama, Lestonia Levinston, found its way on the 50s website. Was 50 Cent involved in that? He denies it. 
a year after 50 dropped the tape on the site boo boo tv levinston filed a lawsuit claiming emotional distress over the unauthorized use of her name and image according to the complaint she made the tape with the guy that she was involved with and he promised to destroy the tape instead he sold it to 50 the video received over 4 million views despite levinston saying it nearly drove her to suicide though he mm-hmm. though she filed her suit in 2010 the trial date was just recently finalized this past march but there's more 50 cent is passing the buck to rick ross claiming it was the biggest boss that was behind the leak 50 claims rick ross was the first to leak the tape and that he merely just posted a link to it he used a radio interview that rick ross did the day before the link to, to further his backstory in the interview rick ross allegedly said something about leaking the tape 50 wants ross to pay up if he loses the lawsuit against levinson here's where it gets sketchy if rick ross leaked the tape why would he blur the other guy out also if the tape was already online why would 50 be crazy enough to edit himself into the footage as pimping as pimping curly bad idea and they have a picture of 50 cent dressed up as pimping curly oh lord when he introduced the video so he edited himself into the video to play a character to make jokes about um rick ross's baby mama uh and then they also have some pictures them curls oh yeah yeah they also have like some edited pictures no, nothing uh too risque but underwear um, wig of her and, and the actual sex tape so you can see her likeness and stuff and they blurred the dude out for some reason uh all right so they got comments of course because ball alert here's some v says i'm disgusted by 50s thirsty thirst and petty ish no wonder he and mayweather got along so well and old girl is looking like a hot hood ass mess she should be embarrassed damn I mean, everybody caught some heat she didn't leak it right selena says a foolish millionaire ricky i'd be i try i'd try to make money he's not thinking about 50 50 need to grow up this shows you who have too much time on their hands amber mcqueen says was this a private tape terrell jones <laughs> terrell hey nash terrell he says 50 is a petty nigga like me <laughs> some girl dumped me but i knew her mother was on crack so i caught her at the dope spot and offered her 50 dollars for some sex and she accepted it i took her home and put it in every hole and it was all recorded by my hidden camera i sent the video to her daughter she was mad and told her brother who shot up my house and i snitched on that nigga and he got five years in prison <laughs> oh my I, god I, I also i am I'm also still sleeping with her mother crack is a hell of a drug when i die i want to be known as young bitch spirit breaker damn so I, it was good and believable up until he was liking them still fucking with her yeah beautiful brownie says times are changed when folks are bragging about sleeping with crackheads right <laughs> v v put a bunch of those like you know the the arrows upwards that says i agreed what mm-hmm. the fuck and charles west says i don't know why 50 is being hated on this, wow yeah no the, the niggas oh, we share the, the people we share the internet with scared the fuck out of me every day <laughs> Like, why are you hating on him? I don't know. He leaked somebody's fucking private sex tape over right, some petty bullshit. Right. That's why they're passing laws to say you can she, sue. Like, she literally has nothing to do with the beat. And Rick Ross not even in this sex tape. So. Yeah. And you know, we're against leaking news. Right. So. This is a brilliant legal move on his part. He's covering his ass in case he loses this lawsuit. Essentially, it's Rick Ross who dry snitched on himself. I mean, why would he go on the radio and diss his baby mama anyway? Well, that's it for this week. Um. Play me out. Fast up, bitch. Yeah, this is a fast up, bitch. If you're ready, go have to be the nail, say,
And you hear some fire, you a five star, you a five star, you a five star, you a five star. I need a all right all right all right um let's I feel like into- i need a grill when i listen to that song i know man especially <laughs> especially once you get down to nikki part you get some fronts um time for guess the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time Ba-da-bum. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all across the globe, and we ask our contestants today, Chris from the Insanity Check and MovieTrailerReviews.net, and Justin to guess the race. And the chat room plays along, and they're racist. They're very racist. All right. <laughs> oh, I like that disclaimer. Yeah. Uh, here is the first one. A Tennessee pastor was caught having gay sex in a van that he spent stolen church money on. Oh. <laughs> and uh, also in a farmer a farmer dating website. We, um, we did this one before, didn't we? We did. I don't remember that story. I know we had a, sto- a site that involved, a, a story that involved the farmer thing, but it was a gay dude remember. that was fucking in the church van and he was a pastor? I seem like maybe we didn't. I don't know. I don't think so. A Tennessee pastor who was recently admonished by the police for having sex with another man in a church van parking, parked in a parking lot was arrested this week uh, for embezzling $60,000 from church coffers. Boyd Watson Holder, or Jr., Jesus, Boyd Watson Holder Jr., 44, was taken into custody at the church officials reported that between $70,000 and $100,000 have been discovered missing from the Victory Apostolic Church bank account in Kingsport. It has been a rough six months for Holder, who was discovered by police last December, having sex with another man in a church van in an empty parking lot. Holder reportedly apologized to the officers and was told not to have relationships in public ever again, or relations in public ever again, before being offered uh, ordered off the property. In February church officials alerted police that money was missing from the church bank account and only he had access to it when asked about the missing money he told church members it's none of your business oh an analysis of bank financial records was submitted to a grand jury which handed down an indictment on theft and money laundering both class b felonies according to witnesses he appeared before a grand jury money appears to have been spent on dating sites online buddies and farmers only (laughs) as well as for auto repairs wait wait is farmers only for real, or did you just add that? In? Oh no, no, it's real. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, I my, I have a friend that goes went on there for a gag, and then he'll just like pull his phone out and let us look at profiles. It's not mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's really bottom of the barrel. <laughs> uh, Holder was taken into custody by Kingport's detectives with bail set at thirty five thousand dollars. Guess the race of Mister Boyd Watson Holder Jr. Oh, he oh, yeah. white. He, he white. Yeah, he's a cheese eater, yeah. All right, both of y'all went white. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. White, in the family business, white. Fake acts, white man of God. White, didn't know farmers only had a grinder section, white. None of your business, white. How much you want to bet they were letting him take that money before he was caught with the gay activities? I don't know, but that's not a race to follow. Pastor of a church, (laughs) pastor of a church who lets out at a reasonable hour. (laughs) Oh, shit. That nigga must be Polish and white. The correct answer (laughs) is. He was white. Everyone got it. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, look at his eyes. Man, they listen to that guy at, at the pulpit. They let him handle the money. Yo, he got Ramsey eyes. You don't listen to this nigga, yo. Oh. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> he, got, he got Ramsey. He Dude, eyes. he looks scary. No. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, so y'all gonna let me have the money? <laughs> okay. Then he looks so high right there. Yeah, right. I'm supposed to be high. Uh, a group of four boys fighting in their classroom were coerced into stopping after their teachers took a belt and started hitting them with it. <laughs> oh, we know the race. <laughs> in a, <laughs> he, took, he took a belt to him. Come on, man. We, we know the race. Say no more. <laughs> say no more. In a shocking cell phone video posted to Live League on Friday, likely recorded in an American classroom, children can be heard shrieking as an unidentified teacher whips them about three times with his belt chairs and tables are overturned and what appears to be a middle school age boys and girls screaming out of fear and let out nervous laughter as they scatter and run around either side of the room uh yeah that's i did not know you could do that <laughs> one girl gives a terrified glance and takes, oh, here we go. here's an audio So I think we should, I think we should just erase mm. on the screams. It sounds like uh, well, you can't see the people screaming. You can only hear see the kids and the teacher. Oh, but we know we, we right. don't need to see them. I mean, we got, can guess the the, the, mm. the girl screaming is white. Uh, the <laughs> yeah. girl laughing is definitely black. Agree, agree. One one girl gives a terrified glance into the unidentified student's cell phone camera. Clean up this room, screams the teacher, after giving a few of the students in the classroom a beating in an attempt to teach them a lesson. Still in awe and huddled in the corners of the room, the children stare blankly at the teacher, who used corporal punishment <laughs> to break up the fight among students. It is unknown where the clip was recorded, but since the children in the video were wearing uniforms and the incident probably, probably took place at a private, military, or religious school. Despite corporal punishment being banned in 31 states, it's still allowed in a bunch of states they listed. Uh, Arizona, Alabama, Arkansas, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, North Carolina, yeah, yeah, Oklahoma, North South Carolina. Carolina. Go ahead, raise up Tennessee, Texas, and Wyoming. So basically, anybody that listens to uh, tips music, Ti, uh, Ti. So Joe Clark still got him a job, then, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, he does. Unless those were white children, he was beating. All right, so uh, let's see. Guess the race. Oh, you guys already did. Let's check the chat room. See what they believe. Adrian Peterson Black. Mm. Blacker than Big Mama, her foot cut off from them sugars. Mm -hmm. Arkansas, okay, this nigga has to be a Mexicano. Stop, what? Uh, stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about. Black, the overseer taught me black. Game of Thrones slave trader. Lean on me. <laughs> I'm gonna lean on that ass a few more times, black. Oh. Uh, Uncle Denzel Black, the correct answer is black. And one person said Mexicano. There's a lot of Hispanics out there, and, uh, Mexicans in Arkansas. I have no idea where that came from. That's a first on Guess the Race. I'll just put it that way. Maybe it is. You never know. Uh, all right, bonus round time. Where's my bonus round music? Uh, 
double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, Justin and Chris are two for two, and the chat room is mostly two for two. Let's see if they can keep it up. All right. An amusement park is in trouble for hosting an adult-only fundraising event gone wild. A charity event held last Saturday at a New Jersey amusement park was shut down early as the adults-only uh, event got a little raunchy. Family-friendly Clementon Park and Splash World has since come under fire for hosting the event as many w- videos of women twerking, grinding, and some fight videos have surfaced online. The event was called Summer Splash and was billed as adults-only fundraiser for sickle cell anemia. Some residents have been said, have even said they would not, they will not be returning to the park with their kids for fear of what they might see. I think it's okay to have a good time at the children's park, said Clark Bishop of Sicklerville. The park released a statement on the incident through his Facebook page. Um, let's see. Clementon Park, uh, opens to the public for the 108th season Friday, May 22nd, 2015. A private company purchased the use of our park last weekend for an adult-only fundraising event. Our park will not be the location for this event in the future or any such event as the behaviors exhibited will not be tolerated at Clementon Park, where our goal is to provide guests with a wholesome, entertaining perspective. Uh, I would like to reiterate that uh, it is a family-oriented park, and it is an important part of the community, the spokeswoman told NBC10. This type of event will never occur on our property again. Jeremy Featherson was in attendance at the event. A video he shared of three women explicitly dancing on the car has been viewed nearly <laughs> 400,000 times as a Friday morning. Damn. Featherson referred to the women as strippers brought in specifically for the occasion. Some of the, <laughs> some have defended the event saying there were no children in independence and it was a private function. If it's adults only, it shouldn't be in the children though, which mm-hmm. is kind of odd at a family park with no mm-hmm. children. Okay. Yeah, so uh, guess the race of uh, the the people at the event. It's hard because oh. you know it's a, it sounds like they had water at the park, and mm-hmm. I know our people don't go swimming. Mm-hmm. Oh, but nobody was swimming. You know, you, oh, you know, it was that kind of event. It was it was a it was a pool party. <laughs> nobody got in the water. <laughs> oh, oh some niggas, yo. <laughs> yeah, buddy. All right. Oh, that definitely was black. Turn on the agree? car. All right, let's check. <laughs> they were twerking check, on the car, man. Check the chat room. <laughs> twerking on the car. <laughs> <laughs> check the chat room sex flags great adventure you must be this black to ride niggas not allowed to have shit over 106 (laughs) years old so this gots to be whitewashed mofos or white trash mofos sickle cell fundraiser lets you in free with a bottle of hot sauce black sickle cell definitely black (laughs) (laughs) we're more scared of the security guards than the rides black only white folks can get private access to a whole park white mm, i've never mm. seen white people at clementon park so i'm going black black mm-hmm, rob mm-hmm. says black the correct answer is black <laughs> and a couple of y'all missed it damn she did a split on the car on the hood on the car you know that ain't her car either google uh-huh. Clementon Park. I know the hood all the, the hood on the roof all did it up and shit. Mm-hmm. As soon as they said they hired strippers in sickle cell, I was like, oh yeah, these are some niggas. Yeah. 
people doing splits on the cars man somebody car got yeast on it now some shit <laughs> oh okay so it's like a water it's, it is really like a water park oh yeah, they, oh, yeah they, they really did hire strippers for us for for a fundraiser oh my god this is great yeah <laughs> for sickle cell dog for sickle cell yo that was amazing uh, amazing all right last thing got to dollars to get in sword ratchetness <laughs> Use your shield. <laughs> Not Brienne. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking one day it's going to go the other way. <laughs> I'm always wrong. And that's how Ramsey wins the Game of Thrones. Uh, a fife man who attacked his friend with a samurai sword, cutting him to the bone following a row over a computer game, is facing jail. Oh. Christopher Smith took the sword, owned by his girlfriend's father out of his, their house in Kirkcaldy following a row with Mark Wood over an Xbox game. They went into the street where a folk, fight broke out before Smith attacked with the blade. He repeatedly struck his victim with the sword and one cut sliced him through his arm and into the bone. During the fight, Smith pinned the man down, held the sword against his throat, but despite that, Smith's victim turned up at the court to support the man who injured him. Mm. Wow that's a friendship <laughs> isn't it though because you cut me with a sword justin love you like a brother but nigga i'm not testifying <laughs> on your behalf i like, put him in all the way in the jail i know this is not against the race but kill uh, him they gotta be white <laughs> do y'all do death penalty <laughs> uh sir not for simple assault kill him do you see this scar? i got a kilo it now <laughs> yeah did this seem simple to you <laughs> right. this is my jack off arm uh he, he, <laughs> They said, um, dispute, depute fiscal Lindsay Armstrong told Kirk Aldi Sheriff's uh, Court the accused and complainer are lifelong friends. On October 3rd last year, they were consuming alcohol together around 7.45 p.m. They were in the address, uh, and they were arguing about a Xbox game. The complainer asked the accused for a fight and left the property and was shouting for a fight. The accused then left and was in the possession of a samurai sword. He struck the complainer on the arm with it. They became involved in a fight on the ground, and during the course of this, the accused repeatedly struck the compl- complainer on the body with a sword. I don't like that. In this case, the guy who get hit with the sword gets called the complainer. <laughs> like you be a victim. Yeah, you be complaining too if you got hit with a sword. At one point, the accused had the sword pressed against the complainer's throat while he was on the ground. The victim was raised to the hospital where he received treatment for serious wounds, including one that was deep as his as his elbow joint. And he had to be screwed back together by medics. Uh, Smith, 28, uh, pleaded guilty on indictment to a charge of assault. Sheriff Jamie Gilchrist deferred the sentence until next month for social work background reports and released Smith on bail. Now, that's how you know we're not taking this shit seriously. Mm-hmm. When you're testifying on behalf of the man who tried to kill you with a sword so that he can get out and play Xbox games with you, Something wrong. But they might have a rated do. It might have been like, you know, yeah. Destiny and them wolves dropped and they had to, you know. Right, he had to let it go for the sake yeah. of the wolves. Yeah, yeah, it could happen. Uh, make sure y'all check out Chris, man. MovieTrailerReviews.net. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, listen to the podcast. We were just on Sunday's podcast, guys. Oh, yeah. We talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, can't even remember all of it because we just, you know, we just get to talking. 
Right. And that's exactly how that shit went, yo. Yes. And get over there and support uh Chris's premium products too, man. Mm-hmm. We've been on a couple of those and continue and we'll continue to be on more. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, we we already got plans to keep dropping stuff and Chris is always helping us out, man. Yes, he is. Uh he's been on uh the, he's like the official extra personnel nerd off at this point mm-hmm. so you know if you you know so make sure y'all do that man because it really helps us out and there will be a nerd off soon because i already know somebody's gonna ask and i have been <laughs> gathering mad nerd news i want to talk about so we can do that it's um, gonna be a 10 hour episode well mm-hmm. yeah and justin man thank you oh no thank you man yeah man yeah. we had to move them thrones to monday because this is when justin can make it i know a lot of people and, glad uh, it was like good i ain't gotta wait till wednesday yeah love me some justin anyway glad he can come on the show follow him on twitter at rhyme over reason and uh go to tweakedaudio.com use code tbgwt and uh you get 33 percent off free shipping and um lifetime guarantee that's tweakedaudio.com code tbgwt until tomorrow, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Oh my.